entertained? Are you not entertained? I want you to hit me as hard as you can. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dying times here. What's up, Video Landers? I'm your host, Brad Hawkins. I'm Kyle. I'm Wayne. Nathan. Welcome to another episode of Adventures in Video Land. I may be a white man, but I'm a whole lot of woman. <laughs> I'm going to put some cream in the coffee. <laughs> My ass may be dumb, but I ain't no dumbass. <laughs> they call her coffee, and she'll cream you. At least she creamed me. Am I allowed to say that? <laughs> we can't take it back now. <laughs> Tonight is a versus episode. Versus is AV's Fight Club of sorts, where we pit two movies against each other and see who comes out the victor. Consider this episode. The episode. episode. Co- consider this episode <laughs> the Thunderdome of movie watching, where two movies enter and one movie leaves. But except we got three, three movies, movies this time, right? Yeah. I know. What's up with that? Whose idea was that? I, I think that was yours because you <laughs> run this place. <laughs> My co host and I will try to represent our community of cinephiles. This exercise has helped us understand filmmaking and change the way we watched movies. Yep. At least I think it has. Definitely. We use the Versus episode to examine and discuss films we've needed to see or haven't seen in a while. We recognize a genre or director's achievements by forming a list of categories. The various category winners are awarded a pair of golden gloves. Mm-hmm. Are we sticking with that this time? Because I had golden idols, but we had to switch it up, you know, for the Versus episode. Right, I thought it was I like, I like it. It's more, of, it's more of a fight. It's I like a fight. it. It's a fight. What about golden knuckles? Golden knuckles, man. Golden knuckles. We'll give out the brass knuckles. <laughs> we'll talk. We'll talk afterwards. <laughs> The Golden Gloves have commonly been desired by adventurers worldwide. Mm-hmm. Kyle, what films are squaring off tonight? Oh, we are going to do three classic Pam Greer movies. Uh, first one up is her feature film debut in Coffee, 1973. Uh, got a 6.9 on IMDb and a 78% of Rotten Tomatoes. It was directed by Jack Hill, stars Pam Greer, Booker Bradshaw, and Robert Doqui. Do you uh, say that last part again? Robert, Robert Doquie? Doquie. Doquie. I'm going to change my name to that. You should. It's a Bradley sweet Doquie. name. Bradley Doquie. <laughs> uh, then we have her first like big notarized role, kind of what she's known for, in Foxy Brown, 1974. Uh, 6.5 on IMDb and a 60% on Rotten Tomatoes. It stars Pam Greer, Antonio Fargus, Huggy Bear, and Peter Brown. That was also directed and written by Jack Hill. And finally, we've got Quentin Tarantino's 1997 Jackie Brown. It was 7.5 on IMDb and 87% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Again, this has got a great cast of Pam Greer, Samuel Jackson, Robert Forster, Robert De Niro, Bridget Fonda, Michael Keaton. Just fucking great cast. Fucking everybody. Yeah. yeah, Jackie Brown alludes to Pam Greer's career in many ways. The poster for Jackie Brown resembles Coffee and Foxy Brown and includes quotes from both films. The typeface of uh, Jackie Brown's opening titles were also pulled from Foxy Brown and some of the background music even is used from these films as well. Um, So is Jackie Brown Pam Greer's best film or is it just a glorified blaxploitation Knock off. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun. That's some fucking fighting words. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> 
I want you to hit me as hard as you can, <laughs> Kyle, with your best location. No, all right. <laughs> He's like, all right. Okay. All right. Uh, best film location. I went with Howard's Lake House at the end of the movie, or and also towards the beginning of the movie. Um, I really like it because it's very confined. It's very small, but it's very beautiful. They share two very different types of relationships. At the beginning, they're very sweet and in love with each other, and at the end, she's shooting him with a shotgun. So, I mean, it kind of, it, it takes this turn, and you can kind of see the colors in the room turn and become a little darker, uh, even though they're both at nighttime. Everything is uh, just beautiful in that little lake house. Yeah, I love seeing the water outside of his window, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, when they're talking. Such a great scene. Alright, that's one for coffee, huh? Coffee! Coffee. All right, where are you taking us, Wayne? Uh, I got to go with Jackie Brown in this one. Okay. Just the uh, the prison. I mean, just a huh? you know, kind of a simple. It wasn't a very long scene, but when he goes in there to bail her out and stuff, it just really looked like they shot it inside of a prison. I mean, just probably did. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they did. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they might have been like, hey, we need to come in here, lock everybody up. <laughs> but it just it was just really, really. I mean, it's easy just to you know shoot something out in the streets or, uh-huh. or wherever or. Or a house, or this or that, but to, you know, get inside of a prison to do that, it just... Alright, so you going for a prison? I am. Alright. Uh, mine was uh, Cherry Bail Bonds from uh, Jackie Brown. Yeah. I th- feel like it was just a really flesh... It's an actual Bail Bonds agency mm-hmm. that they, they converted for the for the film, but it's, all, it's also full of, like... Like, for instance, uh, Robert Forster's father was a... Um, a circus, like an elephant trainer yeah. with Barnum yeah, and Bailey, yeah. and there's like Barnum and Bailey posters and stuff, and you kind of, I just, I just feel like it's fleshed out. You, you feel a bit more about the characters and, you know, about the Eddie actors. So I just think that's cool. But yeah, yeah, so yeah, that's my pick, man. Yeah, man, and uh, you said exactly, almost for word, everything I was going to say. Really? Uh, it's that Max uh, Cherry's uh, Bell Bonds. It's full of character, the Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey. Mm. Um, unfortunately, that place doesn't exist anymore. It was, uh, I guess, demolished in 2008, but it's actually a real Bell Bonds office in Carson, L.A., and so much character. Like, it looks like... Uh, Robert Forrester or Max Cherry has been, you know, doing bell bonds there for the last, you right. know, what, mm-hmm. 30 years? Yeah. Right. You know, so much character. Um, yeah, I'm going the bell bonds and Jackie Brown. Nice, nice. Uh, let's go best character. Uh, this is going to be strange since we're watching, you know, three movies about a strong <laughs> black woman, but the best character is Max Cherry and Jackie Brown. Oh, dude. <laughs> I, I it, like, he's so mundane and kind of boring, but every line he says is just so important. And so well done. I, I fucking love Robert Forster. Yeah. Uh, not even just in this, just in general. The dude is fucking great. But Max Cherry, I mean, it, he's so great. Because you don't understand where he's standing. In, he's kind of ambiguous morally towards the end. Because you're like, is he working with Jackie to get this money? Is he is he going to turn her in? Like, you yeah. have no idea where he stands throughout this whole thing. And he's kind of the only character you can look at in this film and go... Yeah, I have no idea which way he's gonna go. Well, because he's so he is ambiguous. I mean, like yeah. when, when Ordell comes to him and he's like, you know, what do you what do you think I do? And he's like, you want me to guess what you do? Well, you know, like <laughs> he clearly knows that Ordell's not good. You know what yeah, I mean? But he's like, I'm running a business. It's not in my fucking. You know, it's not my fucking. Shit. He's been around for so long that he calls pretty much what Ordell does. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so if you want me to guess, you yeah, know, yeah, I say yeah. you know you were into drugs and it was nude. Right. So good. That was a good scene. Yeah, it was so a great, great scene. Yeah, so great. And do you know how he got that role too? <laughs> Tarantino wanted him. Yeah, yeah. Like, really? he just he, he he sat down at a coffee shop with Forster and he goes, 
He handed him a script. And you're he goes, doing this. You're doing this part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And of course, like Robert Forster's career was kind of in a strong decline at that point. So he was like, "Yeah, I'll yeah, fucking I'm, take anything." I'm, like he was gonna. He he auditioned for Joe in Reservoir Dogs as well. Mm. And so uh, that's kind of why Tarantino wanted him so. Yeah, bad. and something fun. I guess Tarantino was a huge fan of, of Alligator uh-huh. uh, One and Two, <laughs> which is Robert Forster. Which I want to do an Alligator One and Two so bad <laughs> versus that? each other. Well, if I have got him, if you want to borrow, <laughs> <laughs> right on. <laughs> All right, dude. Who's your uh, best character, Wayne? Jackie Brown. Okay. Right. I, I just felt like I could. I, it sounds weird, you know, a white guy. Right. But I, I was able to relate to her so much. You know, she fucked up when she was younger, and she's been paying for it for so long. Yeah. Mm. You know, she's trying to live that straight, narrow line, and then suddenly she has this opportunity. Here's the Kleenex, Wayne. Thank you. I'm gonna need it later. <laughs> but and it's just like what you know, because would I make that decision? Because if she gets uh-huh. if she gets caught, what little life she does have left is just going right. straight down the shitter in prison. Yeah. But if she's able to pull it off, and that's scarier you know, than was, that's scarier right. than Ordell. It right? is you know, what she right. has to face. Yeah, exactly. And I just I I, could, I was able to relate to that. You yeah. know what I mean? Just, she's just you know right now. Yeah, she fucked up. She learned a lesson, but it still has had an impact on her and. You know, she's just living this boring, mundane life, and then this opportunity comes along, and yeah, I just really felt like I could relate to her, and I loved her character. Yeah, working for twenty years, sixteen grand at a you know. Yeah, which she could have been doing so much better, but because of one little mistake, boom, it's affected her whole life. Good deal. Dude, I wanted to say Max Cherry really bad. I wanted to. Um, I ended up going with uh, Ordell Rose. I think that this is. I think this is Samuel Jackson's best. Character he's I, uh, yeah. I think I'd agree with um, you. Or- Ordell Roby is a great character. And, like, I've, I've said this before, and whenever we get into characters, I always talk about how I like characters that have flaws and because uh, it makes them more human. And, like, Ordell Roby is, like, well, in the, in the beginning, he's, he's talking all that shit, and, and then when he leaves, Melanie's like, he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, like, he, he probably doesn't. He's just talking yeah. about shit he heard on TV or whatever, and everybody knows somebody like that. You know what I mean? And I think that's exactly. what makes him kind of real. But he's also, he's a hard motherfucker. And, yeah, like, yeah. you know, he... He, <laughs> he uh, is scary. Dude. He's a he scary, scary motherfucker. And a lot of it, like, there are those moments, just those little moments where, like, Melanie doesn't answer the phone, and he's just fucking staring at her. He's like, bitch, answer the fucking phone. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're like, okay, I get it. Like, he's not a, he's not a fucking joke. Like. Yeah. He has some uh, piercing eyes in this. Yeah, he does. But his paranoia got to me, too, in yeah. that movie a lot. And it was yeah. just like, God, you just, like, even... This guy even gets a suspicion in his mind. Yeah. That you're going to fuck with him. You're, you're a dead motherfucker. Yeah, you're dead. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't care if you're his best friend. He will shoot you. Oh, yeah. Immediately. With an AK-47. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you got to wipe out every motherfucker in the room. Well, there's, there's that last, that last scene uh, where he's in the car with Max, and he's... You know, like, you know that he's fucking terrified. Uh, like, uh-huh. Max is terrified, Ordell's terrified, but they're both, like, being real straight about it. Exactly. And he's like, look, look, man, if I go in there, and they start running me around, like, this money's not here somewhere else, I'm going to shoot you in the fucking head. <laughs> like, that Mandingo motherfucker's in there, I'm going to shoot you in the fucking head, you yeah. know? And, and he's like, he's dead serious, like... And, and yeah. that line, the line you said earlier when we, we started this thing where he's like, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be a dumbass but my ass ain't dumb. Yeah, yeah. God, like it's so great. So great. Yeah, for my best character, um, Ordell is awesome, but I had to go with Jackie Brown. I'm going to mm. pretty much echo what Wayne said. Um, middle-aged stewardess. She works with the sh- for the shittiest airline. You know, I think she's yeah, not only making jobs like you could get, yeah, sixteen thousand. I think something like yeah. that. She's making uh, benefits are weak as hell. Mm-hmm. You know, and she's um, living across 110th Street. You know, you might as well mm-hmm. say she's living that life where it's pretty much the ghetto. She's running money. I mean, running uh, the, um, the the guns and everything. So it's like she's got this this horrible setup, and she wants out. 
You know, and a lot of these black exploitation movies, that's the goal. You know, you don't you don't want to be slinging dope and fucking mm-hmm. selling guns and shit. You want to be on that other side of the street, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, she's a survivor and she's making her own path. And it's really cool to see her just uh, stand strong and, and right. go through this wicked and, and just horrible, uh, gritty world, you know, and yeah. coming out on top. You know, they say, you know, with with her, I think it's a, it's a woman's mm-hmm. world for sure, man. And she, she shows it yeah. uh, full strength. So um, I loved watching her. Max Cherry was a great pick, too. I just mm-hmm. didn't think there's enough oh, yeah. there. Um, when Jackie Brown, I think from the beginning of this, watching her in the lower depths, okay, and then driving away into the mm-hmm. sun, you know, right. uh, sunlight in the end. So I'm uh, going Jackie Brown. Yeah, one thing I did love about her, too, I felt like whatever decision she made, at a certain point in the movie, she was just rolling the dice every time. Yeah, mm-hmm. but by the end of it, it's like, Jesus Christ, that woman knew what she was doing the whole fucking yeah, time. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know? yeah. and, and that last scene's so great because you can see the fear on her face the entire time yeah. that's going down because she's like, I don't know if this shit's going to work. But like, <laughs> right. I could totally end up with a bullet in my head, but I got to take this risk. And that, yeah, was, yeah. that was pretty awesome. Jesus, Wayne! Oh, Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I had a malfunction. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going with the best screen duo. Best screen duo, I went Jackie and Max. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the reasons I love Max so much is the is because of the way he interacts with Jackie. Uh, yeah. That that scene where they're sitting down at the mall and kind of just discussing their lives and how they got to where they are. It, it's it's great because that almost kind of mimics their real life. They talk about like mm-hmm. you know twenty years ago we were both like riding high and now you know our stars are kind of fading and that's kind of how they were as actors. Like this movie totally revitalized yeah. both of their careers and so you felt like they're not just talking about you know their the characters talking. It's the actors talking about themselves um, and those two work just so well together. They're just it, it, people with two completely different backgrounds just. Completely meshing. Yeah. Uh, you get those beautiful lines where he comes back to Jackie's house. She's like, oh, you know, I've been in, the milk went bad since I've been in jail. And he's like, I like black anyways. I like the black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like just cute little lines like that where you're like, oh, I kind of want to see them together. Yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with that. Yeah, uh, Jackie and Max. They just made not only just like a great, you know, business partnership, but like a great couple too. Mm-hmm. You know, like I so said, completely different backgrounds and everything, but they just... They had a connection. Yeah. You know, I just thought that was awesome. You could almost tell that almost right away throughout the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, Jackie and Max. <laughs> the, uh, I, I like that they, they have a very like organic and real kind of relationship. It's not like what you see in movies a lot of times where just, there's this instant chemistry. I mean, they, they get together and they talk about music and mm-hmm. they're talking about shit that's going wrong. And it's it's not this immediate attraction. Yeah, yeah. It, it's the slow kind of burn. I think that's cool. Uh the other one I would have said though was uh, Max and Ordell. I feel like every time yeah, Max yeah. and Ordell yeah. are on screen, it, it's a really good. It's a great scene. Every time they're together, I feel like you there's know, just like so or, much tension there. There's so it's so and tense, it's like, yeah. and yeah. it's not like it's not like a really heightened uh, tension. It's mm. just like, God, you could really just cut right through that. Right. Yeah, like, great dialogue too between it, the two. Like, I yeah, yeah, man, and it could have went any way here, man. I mean, uh, Max and Ordell, it could have went. Um, uh, Jackie Brown mm-hmm. and uh, Ordell. That oh, yeah. would have been fantastic yeah. too, because man, two generations, uh, very strong. You know, black exploitation. Samuel Jackson's done quite a bit in that mm-hmm. area too, and it's it's fun to see these two strong leads. You know, play off each other, especially that scene where Jackie Brown is like, "Get your hands off my yeah. neck!" You know, <laughs> it's fucking badass, man. Is that what um, I think it is? <laughs> yeah, um, I went with Jackie Brown and uh, Max Cherry as well. Yeah, awesome. And uh, it's the you. I think you said it, Kyle. It's the middle-aged woman um, and a man in his fifties, and I totally buy their relationship, mm-hmm. even though there's probably what about ten 
maybe 15 years there. Mm-hmm. What, yeah. maybe 20? I don't know. Uh, but uh, I'd say about 10, 15 years. Uh, I, I, think it's I totally buy their relationship, mm-hmm. uh, a younger woman, an older yeah. man here. And I kept on thinking about uh, one of our, our marathons that we did, Nathan, um, the uh, Cohen brothers mm-hmm. watching this. Um, no Country for Old Men. Uh, Robert Forster. You know, like, mm-hmm. I don't think there's any chance... Mm-hmm. Of him settling down with with uh, with Jackie Brown mm-hmm. because I think it's like this no country for old man like he's had his yeah, day exactly. you know and yeah. he I don't think he's he could he's almost like a Tommy Lee Jones in this movie right. you know maybe a little bit stronger but I never seen them you know like uh, settling down you know um, but what's really cool is that what I love about this is there's no sex mm-hmm. between these two um, there's a movie that I love and I always preach this movie is called Once. Um, it's an Australian musical uh, but what's great about this is just two people are better. Uh, off just by knowing each other mm. and i think that's what this movie is as well uh, there's yeah, no sexual yeah. element you know where they just they have that one night stand and, and she drives off it's like that, that awesome kiss at the end you know what would happen if you stuck around we, we don't know but mm, right. i think that she's just too much of a wild car for him you know she, she yeah, doesn't want to yeah, yeah. she doesn't want to drag him into her world mm-hmm. and he doesn't want to yeah, be yeah. dragged into her yeah, he world. Yeah, seems yeah. like he's content in his life uh-huh right? yeah you know and then she just kind of yeah, I almost feel like he's kind of lying to her when he says that stuff, though. Like, he's just trying to save face. Like, oh, yeah, I'm totally happy being a Bales Bosman yeah. and it's stuff. It's no country like, for old men, dude. Yeah, he's not. There's no country for old men, <laughs> so. That, like, that's like a real relationship, though. I yeah, mean, yeah. I, I think that's what people do in real relationships. Yeah. They, you know, it's not like it is in the movies. And know? I think it takes a lot of restraint, though, not to have that sex. Right. Scene. You know, not mm-hmm. to have that scene right there playing, you know, humping to Delphonics. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It takes right. some restraint, honestly, not to do that. And I like that they were just better people just for knowing each other and having that, that uh, chance interaction. I agree. So had I, this I, been I one of the other movies, they would have fucked multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Best villain antagonist. Are we going to give any um, awards tonight to Coffee or Foxy Brown anymore? Yeah, I mean a couple. Because right now Jackie Brown kicking it's, some it's, motherfucking it's, ass. It's killing right now, but uh, I, we'll don't. See, you'll even, see in a minute. You'll see. Oh, in a minute. We'll, okay. Or <laughs> <laughs> huh. uh, best villain? Yeah. Uh, Ordell. Uh, so Jackie Brown. <laughs> You'll see in a minute. Ordell Not this minute. In, in a few minutes. Yeah, maybe two minutes. Maybe. Well, maybe two minutes. Um, yeah, Ordell. I mean, for the reasons that, that Nathan just talked about, for him being his favorite character, like, he he's not the brightest guy, but he does what he's supposed to do. He's yeah. intelligent about the things that he does know, even if he is making it up on the fly. And he, he's a heartless bastard. So fucking cold-blooded. Yeah. He's very convincing at the beginning when he's talking to Beaumont. He just he just mm-hmm. bailed out of jail for ten thousand yeah. dollars, but he bailed him out because he knew he was gonna kill him because <laughs> he knows Beaumont's the kind of guy who can't do ten years in prison. Right. Oh, yeah, he ain't a doing time kind of guy. But yeah, 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 yeah. but the, just the way he talks to him, uh, you believe him. Like you believe that, like, oh, they're just gonna go out and and have, <laughs> yeah. like do a job yeah, and yeah. throws him in the trunk, drives around, <laughs> pulls him out. Even gives him a him. shotgun. Yeah, 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 all right. He's just so fucking cold blooded. Kills his best friend. Just. Yeah, I mean, I mean they, everything. Yeah, it's, well, I love I love when he kills when he kills Lewis because it's that's the only time where I feel like he's killed it for passion. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like where he, the other times he killed for a reason. There was like no ass you know, used to be was, beautiful. Yeah. yeah, no, like he, <laughs> he he loves her. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, maybe he won't admit that to himself, but I mean like he killed her because he. I mean he killed Lewis because mm-hmm. Lewis killed Melanie, and that's right. you know he's like her ass. See, I don't think that's why like, he killed him. Really? Yeah, I think I, he killed him because of the money. The money. I, mean, I, I don't think he give a shit about Melanie. I think he did, man. That's what he said says. before he left like, that first like, time. Yeah. Trying to fuck no, no, you yeah. too fast. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, but in the, in, even in the van, he goes, well... You're light. You're real you, fucking no, light. Well, yeah, but he goes, "You, I guess you did what you had to do. 
You know, mm-hmm. and he's like, let's move on. And then he, he starts looking at that bag, and he finds out there's no fucking money. And that's when he's like, you, I think he's more pissed. I think it's passionate, but it's more passionate like, what the fuck, man? You used to be fucking good at this shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're fucking broken, man. You're just this weed-smoking guy sitting on the couch fucking, and you used to be fucking good. Yeah. Get, now you're fucking dead, you know? Yeah. I, just, yeah. Yeah. I don't think, yeah, Melody was nothing. That, yeah. Melody was nothing. I, well, she was just a, I, yeah, you know. I don't know. I don't know. I think, that's what I he think says she meant more. End. Again. I mean, that's what he's yeah. like, her ass used to be beautiful. You know, that's, no, no, that's, no, that's, he, that's what it ends no, no, on, right? No, um, De Niro used to be beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he says, he says your ass used to be beautiful. Like, you used to be so good at what you did. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they, they've done jobs after jobs. Yeah. Yeah. It's your ass used Yo, to be that so beautiful. That is not what he said. It's no, your ass. Yeah, it is. Because I've looked at the line up. Her ass used to be beautiful. No, no, no. Your he ass. said your ass used to be yeah, yeah, so yeah. beautiful. You guys are wrong. Yeah, well, we'll come back to that. <laughs> no, no. Three against one. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, that I cannot see even him saying. He had like, what, four uh, tricks on the side? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was no. He was mad because I mean they've been doing jobs since you know they were fucking in their in their yeah. in their twenties or thirties, you know. And he's just like, man, that's why he even brought him into this this new game here, you know. Um, all right, best villain, uh, not Jackie Brown this time actually. Oh, but uh, yeah, Miss Catherine Wall from Foxy Brown. <laughs> did you, you ever think the for a evil minute, white pimp? <laughs> did you ever think? Did you ever think one time that she looked like Michael Jackson? Yes. <laughs> she, there was moments she looked like that. fucking Michael Jackson. Yeah, Peter Pan, Michael Jackson. Yeah, a <laughs> little bit, a little bit. She was creepy as fuck. Yeah, I mean, she just she looked evil, and you know, and it just it just fit that time period and that type of movie. Like, how often do you see a white pimp to begin with? You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so of course, this how white often do you see a bad like guy? a woman <laughs> as like the villain? Exactly. Yeah. You know, it just I just loved it, and the bitch was just evil. Uh huh. You know, that's why I couldn't figure out, like, where do they have this person? And then I, you know, kind of don't know what kind of movies we're watching. <laughs> oh, shit, I'm watching Black Exploitation. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, the white person's evil. <laughs> and she's a woman. <laughs> what the fuck's going on? <laughs> oh, Black Exploitation. is in the air, you know, kill Whitey, so uh, <laughs> it worked. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, she, she just came off as such an evil bitch. Uh-huh. You know, she wasn't getting rich doing what she was doing like uh, Ordell was trying to do. Uh-huh. She was just pumping these bitches full of heroin, to, you know? <laughs> <laughs> just to get yeah. a few bucks. <laughs> She's doing it because she loves it. <laughs> That's why I picked her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, at least I said something different, God damn it. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. You really it. tried to search for that one. All right. According to the DVD subtitles, it is her ass used to be beautiful. No. I, did, I, what did fucking say, Brad? You, this, a, lot, a lot of people saying. A lot of people are saying in the novel they say your ass used to be beautiful, but the DVD subtitles says her ass used to be beautiful. It's your ass. DVD well, subtitles. Take, take it up with Tarantino. Okay, hey, we're, yeah. gonna, we're gonna we're gonna okay. We're gonna keep we're gonna keep we're gonna keep moving, and at the end we'll stop. We'll go watch that scene. We'll come back. <laughs> yes. And we'll prove that Nathan's wrong. I'm pulling so, the line. <laughs> What's up on IMDb? Let's Nathan, where you going? The best villain is obviously Ordell Roby. I don't know what the fuck Wayne's problem is. <laughs> he's, he's, a lot of other he's, he's been on that. He's been on that heroin. It's like literally or not really. Huh. I, wait, just go on. Okay. You, just say Ordell Roby and we'll move on. My best villain is King George. No, just <laughs> yeah. That dude comes out dressed like he's going to WCW uh-huh. Monday Nitro. What's it say? I pulled up the line on IMDb, and guess who's right? All three of us, and not you. <laughs> yeah, you're at... Because that's what's so... I love that awesome. line, because it shows so much history between yeah, them Yeah, exactly. Two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, oh, so. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> but he says, he's talking about her early on. He, 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 he's I'm talking sorry. about her, but the conversation goes away from her. No, Let's but, move he, on. But, but earlier, no, 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 because he's talking about her earlier on, and he said, like, no, man, she, her ass used to be beautiful, or whatever. No. He's talking about how she. And then la- that he repeats it after she, after he after Now, you were supposed to watch these movies before Bruce <laughs> 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 He's watching World's End again. <laughs> Gary! Gary! Gary King, baby! <laughs> Alright, um, I, yeah, I went Ordell Robbie. Um, that dude is a, a gunrunner, drug dealer, cold-blooded killer, and there is no fucking reasoning with this guy. You know, once you're marked... You're dead, mm-hmm. you know, um, unless there's That's something. That's true. In it. Unless there's something in it yeah. for him, okay. unless there's a, something Jackie in it for Brown him. Reasoned with him, reasons yeah. with yeah. him. Yeah. But I, I could see that him coming back around and biting her hard, well, yeah. you know. But there was something there, you know. They, they worked out a deal. But man, I think that was a uh, um, one of those just. Chances. She knew that he needed her. Yeah, right? exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think you know what's really interesting too about Jackie Brown is um, the little surfer girl, you know, played by uh, is it Bridget Fonda, right? Fonda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She could potentially come up and take her fucking job, you know. Yep. Yeah, so she's a threat yeah. to even Jackie Brown. But um, yeah, Ordell Robbie was scary as shit. And you said it earlier, Nathan. Um, I think this might be. Um, a, it's, it is a very unappreciated role for yeah. Samuel Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. And once we get uh, later Jackson on, himself says it's his favorite movie and his favorite role. Is it? Really? It's, it's yeah, fucking man. awesome. Oh, anyway, I do want to point out. This is kind of off the cuff, but Wayne and I actually watched Jackie Brown mm-hmm. in the theater in '97, '97 '95. It was. Uh, it was 97. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. Tarantino wasn't... I remember dragging you to go see Jackie Brown. Yeah. But uh, this was his... You want to talk about the other movies you dragged me to? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's go see 200 Cigarettes, Wayne. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'll be fucking great, Wayne. <laughs> All right, so yeah. Went, yeah, move on. So, okay, I went Odell Robbie. <laughs> Where are we going for best hero, best uh, protagonist? Best hero? Uh, coffee. Yeah! Uh, going coffee... <laughs> The movie coffee and the character coffee. Yeah. <laughs> um, she's the only one out of the, the, the three characters that Pam Greer plays that like you actually like can understand why she's doing what she's right. doing. She's doing something heroic. She's getting back at bad people because they got her eleven year old sister hooked on heroin. She's the is she's she's the only hero. Isn't yeah, she? she's I the mean, only she's like the, real hero in any of these Jackie movies. Brown, Brown, they're not heroes. You can kind of you can kind of say I guess Max Cherry a little bit, but even he like. He breaks bad a little bit yeah. towards the end for a greater good, I guess. Yeah. But uh, Coffee's the only one, like, straight through and through is just a, a heroic protagonist. So, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Well, fuck me. I said Max Cherry. <laughs> <laughs> and you're wrong again, <laughs> man. Of course. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, I mean, I felt like, the, like he almost, like, knew that Jackie Brown was kind of using him. Mm-hmm. You know, but he wanted to help her. He knew what kind of life she yeah, led. I got that. He, he knew she wanted out, and he did, you know what I mean? But to me, that's what a hero is. It's just an everyday guy who does something. He doesn't have to do it. I mean, he could just kept doing his Bill Bonds thing. He said, fuck you, Jackie Brown. Pack your bags. Get the fuck out of my life. Kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, right. But he's like, no, I need to do this for her. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do what's right. It's not what the law says, but it's what's right. You know, just a common guy going a step above and helping somebody out. Oh. That's... Yeah. I mean, he even offers her the gun, and yeah. he said, "Like it won't be legal, but you can have it." And like that, I thought that's kind of like at that point, it's risky was... for a girl you don't yeah, know, exactly. like you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for yeah. Sure. But I mean, you know, if she needs it for protection, he knows that Ordell's. You oh, know, he's going to be packing. Creep, I mean, <laughs> right, you know. So, um, I also said coffee. I feel like she's really the only. I feel like she's only the real like, like protagonist, like a hero. Right. She's out there, you know, dispensing vigilante justice or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I would say, like, I'm pretty impressed with Coffee. Like, she's fucking, was, yeah. like, 
Uh, the mo- I think the part I liked the most was like you when she can't say that. What? <laughs> <laughs> when she, when Your she, favorite part? <laughs> it's not. It's not my favorite scene. Okay, my favorite <laughs> scenes obviously from not from that film. <laughs> <laughs> but like, no, where, where she's can we just like, give the fucking gloves to Jackie Brown? <laughs> <laughs> where she's uh, she's gonna pick the fight with that hooker, and so she weaves all those like razor blades in her hair because uh-huh. she knows oh, yeah, all those other yeah. bitches are gonna fucking come at her and pull her hair, and they're like, that's savage as fuck, isn't it? Uh-huh. Like that's fucking legit. That's Pam Greer's idea too. Is oh, really? yeah. that was good, hair, dude. Yeah. That's hood yeah, shit, that, dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and like. <laughs> That and then she's pulling, she's pulling fucking uh, wires out of her hair. She pulls a fucking gun out of her hair. Like, <laughs> I, that's my new thing, man. Like, like, people you people down, pulling check your weapons hair. out of their hair is the shit. Anyway, coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was uh, Jackie Brown. Um, I went with Jackie Brown um, as her own hero. You know, uh, living that life for so long. And once you, uh, once we get a little bit deeper into this, you're gonna see how uh, much of an impact um, across 110th Street. Um, meant to me and it takes a lot to just pick up all those years of baggage and do things that you know you're not for sure is right you know morally sound doing whatever you have to do to get out that dead-end job mm-hmm. you know make a fucking better mm-hmm. life for yourself you know and uh, there's no one else that could do that for her. max or fucking you know anybody no one could do that for her. she had to dig deep a lot of courage and she had to fucking go through um, a gritty world to drive off into that sunset, you know? Right. So, um, yeah, to me, she was the best hero to herself. So, Jackie awesome. Brown. That's cool. All right. Um, best kill. We're going right back to the movie Coffee. See, I told you guys. Hang on a minute. Coffee got some good kills. We're Dude, going back coffee to Coffee. fucking amazing kills. And it's when she kills Grover, the junkie. Uh, the junkie who, like, drags her to meet this this dealer or whatever. Uh, she shoots she shoots the dealer and then goes to this junkie who drags her there to get basically a free fix. And uh, she gives him a full harem needle and tells him to shoot up the whole thing. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I can't, I can't take that. And then she says, he 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 said it'll kill me. And she's like, maybe it will, maybe it won't. Yeah. But if it do, you're gonna fly through them pearly gates <laughs> with the biggest fucking smile Saint Peter ever seen. Yeah. And I look like a kill line yeah. like that is yeah. so fucking yeah. great. And it, yeah, she kills uh, a junkie. But that guy, the the exact junkie that got her sister hooked on heroin, right, actually, right. which is even more poetic in the end, and kills him with the, the drug that. He got her sister hooked too, so yeah, go with coffee. Here's Wayne's wrong answer. Wilmot <laughs> <laughs> well, getting shot. There was so much leading up to that. You know what I mean? Like, so I, I believed it for a second. First, when they first start talking and he hunted him down at the hotel, uh-huh. I thought, oh man, he's just going to open that door up and just start blasting and uh-huh. kiss Beaumont's ass goodbye. Uh-huh. But he's just so nice to him. <laughs> right. You know, he's get some chicken. Exactly. Let's yeah, go get some fried greens. I'll be good eating and all this. And I'm like, Fuck yeah, you know. I mean, he's, <laughs> maybe he's giving this guy a second chance. Like, yeah. I'm totally buying this shit, and I'm wanting some chicken and fried greens. You know? <laughs> and he even gives him the shotgun. I'm like, okay, this is not going where I thought it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they start playing that wonderful song by the Delphonics. Oh, I love that fucking song. Oh, Paul's right there, dude. That moment where he just—I forget what he yeah. does. He—he he makes a. Uh, like he turns or something Samuel Jackson does in that car and mm-hmm. that music comes on yeah. there's a fucking look in yeah, his eyes exactly. it's yeah. so evil dude yeah, it is. and that's why I knew Beaumont's fucked mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. and so I thought it was just going to be this big extravagant thing but no he just sort of drives off not too fucking far uh-huh. and the car stops and he just blasts him in the trunk and I can't help but thinking what's Beaumont thinking uh-huh. like yeah, yeah. motherfucker he knows they ain't there yet right, <laughs> right. <laughs> he, he, right. he's is he, you don't hear him screaming or anything. It's just almost, he's either too stupid to realize what's going on, 
Or he's just like, fuck it, please let this be quick. Yeah, yeah. And I loved that kill scene. Yeah. Yeah. I also picked that, but let me... Okay, before we get to that, I, I, there were there were two in coffee that I thought deserved mention. One of them is where King George gets dragged behind the fucking car. God, yeah. Until, until he's just like meat. Yeah. See, that, <laughs> like, that was my toss-up. That was... Mm-hmm. That's what it was originally, and then I the last the last movie I'd watched was Jackie Brown. I've seen it a million times, but I got to that scene, and I was like, nah, man, this is this is the fucking yeah. best kill. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that one, and then the other one where she kills... Um, uh, what's his fucking name? Uh... King George? No, the other fucking guy. Howard? Vit, vit, oh, no, King George got Vitroni. Vit, vit, uh, uh, yeah, Vitroni. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vitroni. Yeah, yeah. Where Vitroni's in the pool, and he's like, he's like, I'll give you a million dollars. And she's like, all right, cool. And she's blasting the fucking face. Like, it, <laughs> it reminds me of that scene from uh, from uh, Princess Bride, where he's like, offer me money. You know? <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, you can have anything you want. And he fucking stabs him anyway. It's great. Like, obviously... Uh, Prince of Pride did it better, but <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah no uh, the Ordo Ropey killing Beaumont. You just played is... the Princess Bride. Hey, I'm white, okay. You like, <laughs> have to bring it back to things we know. You have to bring it back to things I know. Okay. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> <laughs> so no, uh, I mean, we, we, we do. We just touched on it, right? Um, all, all for all those reasons. That, that that moment where he gets in the car and the music plays and he puts the gloves on. It's like it, it's a completely different scene after it's that. Very it's, yeah. Yeah, it's very poetic. Yeah, it's so good. I, that's that's and it's so drawn out. Yeah, and it's yeah, and it. We'll all come. I keep coming back to. I keep. I'm gonna keep coming back to that scene over and over again with some of the other awards that we yeah. get to. So I, we'll mention that then. I think this uh, category right here um, was one of the strongest. Man, the kills. Mm. Um, if you're talking Ordell and uh, Lewis or Lewis and Melanie, mm. um, and then in Coffee, man, you had the uh, point blank shotgun to the face. That movie yeah. just picks mm. up with that pretty yeah. much. What ten minutes in, yeah. blowing yeah. off that dude's fucking head with his shotgun. <laughs> so um, awesome. The and this wasn't really a kill, but the Foxy Brown um, and cutting that dude's dick off and putting a yeah. Pickle jar. <laughs> some crazy shit. But then coffee. Uh, uh, in coffee, you had the shotgun scene. You had the lynch scene. You had um, she drives a fucking car right through a goddamn yeah. building. Yeah. Well, and then when she when she stabs Sid in the neck with the fucking yeah. the hairpin thing or whatever, like that's pretty brutal. Like you know, and he and he's like, "You gonna help me?" And the cop just fucking spins his wheels out and goes. It's like, <laughs> he's just gonna stand there and bleed out, man. Like that's fucking sucks. Yeah. I mean, don't be a rapist, but. You know, like, <laughs> you know, it's Thank sucks. you for the like, advice, Nathan. <laughs> yeah, anyone listening, don't be a rapist. And that's what you can take from Adventures in Bed. <laughs> well, that just suits my plans for tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm walking in lit areas. <laughs> All right, I went with the car lynching and coffee, though. Um, God, yeah, so dragging um, King George through the streets. I was watching. I was like, "That's some original shit." Yeah. <laughs> I, I've never seen anything like that. I was yeah. like, "Man, they dra- they dragged him until he was almost gone." It's just meat. Yeah. <laughs> when it, when oh, it ends, it's just like meat. this fucking purple suit. Yeah. Like, it's like it's cool. It's cool when you're watching a movie and you're like, "Man, someone needs to fucking watch Coffee and do that again." I don't care if it's yeah. an indie film or a mm-hmm. short film or something. That's a great fucking kill that I haven't seen in what. 30 years, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, fuck, man. They, they film that shit. That's not CGI. Like, they, yeah, attached, yeah, yeah. they attached uh, Doquai to a goddamn rope and dragged him <laughs> behind a car for a while. <laughs> and then they threw a dummy in at the last second. I mean, second. how a car lynching, man, it doesn't yeah. get more brutal than that, man. Yeah. So um, let's go with, uh, and this was a, a pretty uh, popular category, too, I think, was what the fuck. Let's take us out. Dick in a jar. I know. <laughs> Foxy Brown. Foxy Brown, dick in a jar. There's a fucking penis in a pickle jar. What else do I need to say? Next. 
dick in a jar. Dick in a jar. <laughs> like, I've seen a lot of shit, but I've never seen a dick in a jar. You know, I didn't. First, uh, you know, I wasn't even thinking about writing the awards down when I was watching these. My first thought was, "What the fuck?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> dick is in a jar. <laughs> I mean, the dick in a jar thing was cool, uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I, I think that's not why I voted for yeah, it. I didn't no, think no, it was no, cool. That's awesome. Dick in a jar. Dick in a jar. Gotta do that at home. Picking my own dicks. <laughs> no, the, the part that really made me say what the fuck though was when uh, was well, again when Vitroni was in the pool. And she shoots him, and like you're, this is a movie that opens up with him with her blasting this guy's fucking head off, and it's pretty brutal. And then when she shoots him in the pool. There's no blood, like, you just see him, like, it's like you see the 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 pool kind of splash up, but, like, I expected that to be, like, yeah, a lot like, a bl- like, blood all over the fucking pool, and there was nothing. It was yeah, yeah. not nothing. I, I did think that was fucking weird. Man, you, you uh, thought that was weirder than a dick in a jar? <laughs> I thought it was weirder than a dick, yeah. Well, I, the, huh, learn something new about <laughs> Man, there was a bunch here to choose from. Um, I'll tell you what I picked, and then I'll tell you some of my runners up. But uh, mine, I don't know if you guys remember this scene, but it was in Coffee. It was where the two robbers come in, and they're, they're, uh, they're messing up the boyfriend. And the I forget what happens, but either cops are showing up, or um, they have to leave, okay? And before they leave... <laughs> They stop and they play with Pam Grier's oh. titties. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. And then they run out. <laughs> and it's like there's no rape. They just bust open. They just play with their titties and then they leave. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> just a quick titty Remember, grab. Don't be a rapist. <laughs> I mean, yeah, don't be a rapist. So I went with yeah, the titty. Just be a titty grab. <laughs> I went with, yeah, I went with the, the titty grab. Um, but then oh. there's a couple other ones I thought were great. Um, the uh, yeah, cutting off the the antagonist dick and putting in the pickle jar that was great. Um, the uh, pickle jar. Uh, what was it? Foxy Brown uh, going to the hospital and see that guy all bandaged up and she's like, Gary, blow him. I, I think she does blow him a little bit. I think yeah, she has yeah, that tip in her mouth bit, and yeah. then then the nurse comes in. And she's yeah. like, what the fuck's going on in here? You can't be doing that shit. <laughs> Just nonchalantly, and then she just goes back into doing her. Yeah, I know. And then um, another one that almost got it was Pam Greer wasn't even nominated for Best Actress. Really? Really? Yeah. Yeah. And that fucked up. So that almost took it, but I could not. I remember watching the the titty grab. Like, what the fuck's going on? Or how about the titty brawl? Did you like that? (laughs) Where everybody in coffee, all the chicks are fighting in in that room, and every time it's like a new blouse comes Mm -hmm. undone. Yeah. Um, If right, I have to give a shout out to Ryan Smith. He watched Coffee with me. And uh, it was funny. Uh, I actually commented on today because you're like, what are like three to four white guys going to say about, you know, Jackie Brown, Foxy, uh, Foxy Brown and Coffee Brown, or Coffee Brown. <laughs> Coffee Brown. Coffee Brown, Foxy Brown, Jackie Brown. Not racist. <laughs> so Coffee, though, he was like, man, Jack Hill. Was that his name? Right? Yep. Yeah. Jack Hill. He's like, fuck, Jack Hill's white? And so it's like these two black exploitation movies and then, you know, uh, Jackie Brown, a glorified black exploitation movie. Um, all the directors here are white directors, <laughs> right. which and Ryan Smith was like, Wow, this was directed by a white guy. <laughs> it's like one of the blackest movies I've ever seen. Yeah. You know, from, I know from the news. No, no, you know what I'm saying? It's a black exploitation movie. Well, t- <laughs> Am I not? It's a black exploitation movie. I'm not right. touching this one. Skip out on the soul plane there, did you? <laughs> I mean, dude, you even said, wow. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, we, yeah, okay, yeah. Look, I'm like, bringing Jack, you in, Kyle. Jack, Jack Hill's a white guy. And I was like, that can't be right. <laughs> Why? Because Why? I, I thought he's like, I just I was like, he's a he's he's Billy D. Williams. Why? Motherfucker. Why? That's what I'm expecting. But no, he looked Why? Like, because <laughs> it's so well done. <laughs> Why? Because it's so well done in the black community. <laughs> So you're saying a white it's, guy couldn't done such a good job? <laughs> no, I'm surprised a white guy did do such a good job. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so let's go on. Um, did yeah? Wait, wait. There was one more in coffee where um, it's right in the beginning where like they're they're in the the operating theater or whatever and they're like they're like who the fuck is this? Go get coffee or whatever. And coffee comes in and they're like fuck you, coffee. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> she's, there, she's there for like ten seconds. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> What? I remember that. I was like, all right. I guess. <laughs> like, all right. Apparently like, they just the called point, for her. What was the point of that scene? Like, <laughs> we got to fill 15 seconds. I don't know. Just call her into the room and kick her out. Tell her, get the fuck out. <laughs> Pull out her titties. Take her away. We haven't had a titty shot in six minutes. Let's get can we just Can we just give some respect real quick to those? Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Oh, Greer, yeah. Pam Greer. Gorgeous. I, okay, look. I know, I know people know this about Pam Greer. But, and, and I knew this. But, like, I had never seen those two films. I thought you were going to say titties. No, I've never seen those two titties ever in my life. And I'm going to tell you right now, those titties were fine. No, I mean, like, well, yeah. But, like, I don't don't think that, I don't think people know how off the fucking chain those titties are. Those titties are. Exactly. I was surprised. I've never watched uh, uh, a titty movie like this. (laughs) And, you know, because I've always known Pam Grier to be a real famous kind of actress and Uh stuff. And when the first titty scene I saw, I was like, Whoa! <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like that. Pam Greer just showed her tits. It yeah. just blew my mind because right. usually, well, you know, well-respected actress or whatever. She Look, doesn't, she little doesn't did you know you'd see him fifty more times. I know, right. Right. and I never got tired of it either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Voluptuous. Exactly. Very, if you could wear out a DVD, I'd have done done it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's seventies Pam Greer, dude. Very, Shit. very sexy. Yeah. Yes. Very like, sexy. You can look at her in Jackie Brown, which is the only thing I had seen before we done this, and you're like, twenty years ago, that woman was. Fucking fine as right. hell. Like, she's still fine. Good. She's yeah. still looking good at forty, and she still looks good now in her sixties. Yeah. yeah. How old is she now? She's, she's like sixty-seven yeah, 60, or something. Yeah, sixty-seven. I, I think her exact age. Yeah. And I'd still want to see them titties. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay. So, uh, best score soundtrack. Um, well, I'm just gonna straight up play uh, the best thing ever. <laughs> uh, this is the theme to coffee, and this is what you want, like when you think of black exploitation film. You think yeah. of like Shaft yeah. and stuff, where like they've got their own theme song, and like this whole movie is full of this great like punk, all done uh, by Robert uh, something, Robert, Roy Ayers. And this is just a great. Just play a little bit of this. Yeah, that is, that is good. <laughs> like I just had that fucking song yeah. like playing through my whole head, and I was just like, God, I've listened to this song like ten fucking times since. <laughs> I really love it, and, and the whole movie's that way. Um, I will, I will say that there are times in this movie where there should have been music and there was nothing. No, I said yeah. that to Ryan Smith. I was like, because we watched it together, and I was like, Wow, this I, I like what's there. Right, but there's moments that there was no music. I wasn't expecting that for exactly. that '70s uh, black exploitation movie, and, and it wasn't in a good way. For no, me. it wasn't. No, there, there, there's a lot of times where I'm like, oh, I like that they didn't use, use music here. But there, there's like gaps, like a montage scene, and there's like no music, and you're yeah, like, yeah. this is kind of weird. Why well, isn't there something happening right here? So no, it's not perfect, but what's there is fucking phenomenal. Yeah. So I went with that. Wait, I gotta go with uh, Jackie Brown. The Delphonic song and my favorite kill scene. You're right. You know, right. I just love it. It's so catchy. Like, even after watching the movie, I could be watching, and hours later, that song will just get stuck in my head. Yeah. 
And it's just so catchy, and I, I just had to go with that. Yeah. Nice. I, I feel like Coffee had... Coffee was really close, okay? Because, like, like, Coffee had has that song. Like, I remember as soon as I... I Posted on fucking AV as soon as I was watching it, and I was like, "What is the line like, uh, coffee, coffee man, or coffee baby, sweet, sweet as a fucking whatever the fuck it was?" I was like, <laughs> I was like "Yeah, no, I was like, that's chill as fuck, man." I wrote it on like AV. <laughs> this describes me perfectly. <laughs> um, but no, I picked Jackie Brown because, like, I feel like Jackie Brown's the only film. They all had great music, oh. but Jackie Brown used the music yeah, in yeah. ways. Yes. So, for example, in that scene where, where Beaumont dies, uh, the soundtrack is a part of that scene. Oh, like Strawberry when, Letter 23, when, yes. that song. Yeah. Oh, he, it's so good. When he's, drive, he's driving off, and it gets it fades out, and then it fades back in when he comes back mm-hmm. in. You know what I mean? Oh. It, it, it gets, it's just fucking perfect. It's, so just, it's great. Tarantino does music he's in everything. That, yeah. And then yeah, there's you know, just yeah. the fact that the things that they're listening to, the characters are discussing it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like talking, to, talking about the Delphonics, and then... Uh, Max goes to, and he gets the he gets the record and whatever he gets the CD or whatever he listens to it in his car and like it that you know the fact that he's listening to it shows you a bit more about their relationship and oh. I so I think they all had good soundtracks but I think Tarantino is the only one who really used the yeah. soundtrack to do more than just be a soundtrack and it was because of that song that also helped make that my favorite kill scene too yeah mm-hmm. oh, yes. if that song had been part of it I would have chosen I would have went with that, think, you know yeah. car being drunk I think yeah. you're right and yeah. it's that tone there too with that look in his eyes mm-hmm. you know that strawberry mm-hmm. letter 23 it just so it just fits it. perfect yes. right. perfect Man, yeah, I went with Jackie Brown, um, and for many reasons. Um, across 110th Street, Strawberry Letter 23, The Delphonics. Um, can you play a little bit of um, a, Across 110th Street? Yeah. It's the outro. Oh, dude, hang on, here you go. <laughs> mm, oh, every, every time, so every time I watch this movie, this song is fucking stuck in my head for yeah. like a month. Seriously, I've been playing this nonstop, man. It's her coming back when she's still, you know, um, across 110th Street, right, yeah. you know, and then at the end, it's her liberation song yeah, exactly. too. And she's it is like tearing so up good. while she's singing, like oh yeah, yeah because like, she did it. She's right, right. Yeah, because man, it's like I was reading yeah. the, the lyrics to Across 110th Street. The shit that you have to do, and you waking up, and it's just you know, it's shit every day, and mm-hmm. just that, it's that that world that you're living in is so destitute and so bad, you know, mm-hmm. and then escaping that life. You know, um, and that's what she did. She escaped it. And that song right there is just such a liberation song yeah. for me. I love it, dude. I can't even think of a, a black exploitation movie. And I'm a huge black exploitation movie. You call it Shaft or Dolomite or Black Caesar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, all those fun movies. But it's like these. This here is my song now for yeah. this genre. I can't. I. Mm-hmm. That's. It's awesome. I actually want to see that movie. I've never seen the movie Across 110th Street. Okay. It's actually a black exploitation movie. Have you guys ever seen that mm-hmm. at all? I thought be interesting. When I was pulling up that yeah. song for you, it came up on YouTube. It's like, oh, you want to watch this whole movie? And I'm like, yeah. no, it's one song. Yeah, so <laughs> good. I felt good. Yeah, so, so good. Um, perfect. I don't think it's uh, Tarantino's best soundtrack, but it's at least in the top three, in my opinion. Um, let's okay. see. Let's go. What do you think? Let's just talk about that real quick. What's the best soundtrack in a Tarantino movie? Mm-hmm. Oh fuck! You think um, so? I really love the Reservoir Dog soundtrack. You get that, uh, that, yeah. all that mm-hmm. music, and they talk so much about music in that movie. Um, Death Proof Steve, is good Steve, too. Stephen Wright is a your, fan of yeah, Death Proof. Yeah, Death Proof is fucking yeah. good. Yeah. yeah, Little Green Bag when they're walking across the tracks. God, oh, that's, that's just fucking cool. Yeah, I, I, I gotta go with that. that. I, except Reservoir Dogs, honestly, is one of my least favorite Tarantino films. Yeah. Really? But, yeah, I, I just can't get into it. It's just so. I don't, it's almost predictable. Mm. You know, see, I, just, I, I love... You saw everyone dying at the beginning of that. Come on, yeah. Wayne. <laughs> see, my, Come on, afterwards, though. You know I mean? love, it's just like... It, 
And my love for Tarantino, like, um, Inglorious and Django and Hateful Eight, they're okay, mm. but I think he's becoming a cartoon of himself in these last oh, couple, agree. couple yeah. films. My, my movies are, you know, Kill Bill, Pulp Fiction, depending on what day you ask me, is the better of those two. Um, and then probably Reservoir Dogs at number three, and, well, man, depending on what day you ask me now, Reservoir Dogs and Jackie Brown. Mm. Um, those are my top four right there, but, um, what about you? Reservoir Dogs, uh, is a reason I went to film school, really? so... Uh, yeah, Reservoir Dogs is my top. Then probably Kill Bill. Are we still uh, talking about soundtrack or just just best? Just yeah, films? just yeah. We got just, off on just that. Just in general, <laughs> uh, yeah. And then Pulp Fiction probably three. Uh, really? If you count True Romance, it's probably four. Yeah, yeah. I really love True Romance. That's a good movie too. I think that has one of Tarantino's best scenes. Um, the Sicilian. Well, he doesn't direct. Film. He just he just yeah 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 one, yeah. But, Tony Scott yeah mm-hmm. directed that, but um, but he gorgeous. he praises that movie un- unlike he does Natural Born Killers. Right. You know, so mm-hmm. he considers that a part of his canon, not True Romance. Uh, my number one has always been Jackie Brown. Really? Because as much yeah. as I as much as I love Tarantino, <clears throat> he sometimes just starts rambling off in his dialogue between the yeah, characters, yeah. and it's like Jesus fucking Christ. Get See, to the that's what I story. like about him. And because those no, are, that's, that's, that's exactly what I like about him. But yeah, but I think sometimes <laughs> that's like yeah, I do too. That's Tarantino, but sometimes. It can be he falls in love too much, like mm-hmm. Django. I think is a problem with that. Inglorious Bastards, I think, is a little bit, you know, uh, a problem with that as well. But um, sometimes it works well, like Jackie Brown here, because um, then he's. But I think this is might be one of his strongest, um, just because it's based off that book by El- Elmore Leonard. Yeah. <clears throat> screenplay by Tarantino. You have deep right. char- deep characters with Tarantino's sass combined and I think that's why that this is probably one of his maturest movies yeah you know um, but let's get right back into it um, well, we well, talk about <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say my number two is his short story in four rooms yeah oh right oh yeah that's, that's fantastic I love I, uh, Tim Roth in that is yeah. comic genius right there I said he only directed that one part but damn <laughs> uh, Kill Bill is is number one two is Jackie Brown and probably Res- well definitely Reservoir Dogs I don't care for Pulp Fiction really though. yeah I wow, never wow. liked it huh. yeah. I mean, I like it. Well, I hope Rachel I likes it when it comes up. Rachel does like it. Rachel. Let's see. Let's go into best quote. Whew. Uh, there was a lot of stuff here. I think Coffee had a lot of great lines in it. Um, Foxy Brown, the kind of couple. Uh, that's where you get your your Foxy Brown. She's a whole lot of woman, you know. Right. They copy that in the Austin Powers movies. <laughs> Foxy Cleopatra. Did. But... Um, uh, the man with a million lines in Jackie Brown, Max Cherry, uh, and my favorite is just so deadpan and shitty. And he says it to Ordell when they're in the Bond's office, and he goes, "Is white guilt supposed to make me forget that I run a business?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a great quote. Yeah. So fucking great because yeah. he's just like, "No, I'm a businessman. I don't give a right. shit what color you are. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do my job whether you're black, white, doesn't doesn't right. give yeah. a fuck." Uh, it just God. But there's it, it. Pretty much everything Max Cherry says is just gold. So yeah. it was hard to pick a line from Max Cherry. But that's you know what what's I ended so up going so, with. Uh, so great about Max Cherry too is yeah, um, Ordell scary as fuck. Okay, mm-hmm. but again, No Country for Old Men. Not scary. Yeah, he's seen some scary shit in his time probably. <laughs> right. And like he doesn't ever get moved by Ordell. There's, he's no, not, he's not, not intimidated. Scary. Everybody looks scary except for Jackie Brown and uh, Max Cherry. You know, but mm-hmm. Max Cherry has this look, and even Jackie Brown's scared of fucking Ordell. Yeah. You know, but Max is like unmoved. Like I wonder how much shit has come through that fucking yeah. bell bonds office. Well, you got with his businesses and how many hardcore criminals this right. guy. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, Ordell's scary, but I mean, he may be on the bottom of the list as far as people that, you know, Max Cherry said to fuck with. Yeah, right. yeah. And we're nice. talking like hardcore killers. Right. 
And yeah. he's, he's the kind of guy who sneaks into your house in the middle of the night and stuns the fuck out of you. You know what I mean? And yeah, like, yeah. You know, like, he's, he's kind of a badass. Well, he's like, wait, if Beaumont runs, you know, you're paying the fucking tab and I go yeah. get him. He's like, he's not like, oh shit, I gotta go find someone. He's prepared right. to mm-hmm. go fucking track down Beaumont, wherever Beaumont runs off in to Kentucky him. Kentucky. Yeah, and bring him back. He's like, mm-hmm. fuck, he's just like, if it happens, you know, I'm gonna go do it and you're gonna pay me. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, uh, Wayne? Uh, ben, something you said earlier was, uh, Maybe it will, maybe it won't, but if it do, you're going to fly through the pearly gates <laughs> with a big smile St. Peter yeah, yeah. ever seen. And this was the hardest one for me to answer. Yeah, that was a hard one. Because all three movies you uh-huh. know, were just yeah, filled with great one-liners, great quotes, and just that one just kind of cracked me up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I had to go with it. That's a good one. Um, if I needed to think of a quote that defined, like, the the not the marathon but this versus episode, uh-huh. it was, uh, that's my sister, baby, and she's a whole lot of work. That was good. <laughs> that, yeah, was that was good. good. That was awesome, um, dude. It, it was took me everything I had not to go with um, a Tarantino movie, yeah. okay? Because it's fucking Tarantino's dialogue with yeah. you know mm-hmm. again with Elmore Leonard, but it's man like yeah Samuel Jackson's line where he goes um, AK forty seven absolutely positively got to kill every motherfucker in the room except, except no, no substitutions. substitutions. <laughs> I love that line coming from him, but I did kind of what you did, um, Nathan. I tried to pick something that was that would kind of define you know this uh, this three way here, and um, I went. Vigilante Justice, it's as American as apple pie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. a that badass line. I love that line. And that was actually from Foxy Brown, my mm-hmm. least favorite movie. Yeah, same, but yeah. I had to praise it a little bit, man. I thought that was good. And then um, I have to give some love out to Coffee when, um, again, 10 minutes in this movie when she blows that fucker's head off. She's like, <laughs> this is the end of your rotten life, you motherfucking dope pusher. <laughs> yeah, boom. Yeah, so that was great. Um, a lot of great quotes in this. Um yeah, a lot. But I love that Vigilante Justice. It's as American as apple pie. I want that on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. Let's go with best screenplay. And I stopped writing down. Coffee has like probably seven. Yeah, but I noticed Jack- that you stopped. Yeah, yeah. Jackie, Jackie Brown's like <laughs> fucking it up. <laughs> you know, it's, I almost wish you hadn't put Jackie Brown in this. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I wish you would have picked another 70s painter yeah, yeah. movie. Well, because there was the reason, yeah, because I thought about it. And um, one of the reasons I wanted to do this is Pam Greer is actually coming into town. So this was my own selfish reason. She's going to be um, in Indianapolis um, next month. Mm-hmm. And um, I bought a, uh, the Jackie Brown uh, soundtrack on vinyl. Okay. Ooh, nice. So I have that ready to be signed. Nice. But I was like, you know what? I'll probably never see. Life gets busy. I don't know if she's going to come through here again. I'm going to have to travel. I just don't got time for that shit. So I was like, okay, what's going on here? I want to know what the best fucking Pam Greer movie is. Okay. If Jackie Brown blows these out of the water, so be it. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to know. And coffee is highly respected. You know, I, yeah, liked coffee. Coffee. I liked I, coffee. I, mean, I, let let known, like, I liked coffee. Yeah, I thought coffee yeah. was, was fun. Um, I didn't, it didn't blow me away, but I did yeah. enjoy coffee. Um, but uh, I was like, you know, if I'm going to only meet Pam Greer one time, you know, I got to fucking order a poster, you know, from Amazon right. or wherever I'm going to go uh, to take to Pam Greer to have her sign because I'm obviously getting the Jackie Brown, but I'm a, I'm a big fan of signed stuff. And, do I want a coffee poster? Do I want a uh, Foxy Brown? What do I want here? Mm-hmm. And general mm-hmm. consensus is the top three movies for Pam Greer are the three that we're looking at okay. tonight. And I was like, okay, what is her best movie? Is Jackie Brown just a cheap um, exploit or black exploitation movie? Can we mm-hmm. can we point that out tonight and maybe like um, bring it down a little bit? Or 
is it that fucking good? Right. And so I was like, let's let's okay. throw these all together, you know? Because um, Tarantino says this is not a black exploitation film, but I don't know, man. It's yeah, uh, I felt like it was. Right? It was yeah, it's a it's a glorified and glamour, yeah. yeah, glamorized. But um, it is, you know. I, I totally believe mm-hmm. that. So mm-hmm. um, that's why I put these three together. And uh, I was mm-hmm. glad I did, though, man. Jackie Brown. Um, if uh, if there's people out there that kind of forgot about it, doesn't feel as as Tarantino, um, give it another shot, man. Because Jackie yeah. Brown, um, it does almost everything that it does do. Perfect. I'm yeah, surprised it, it doesn't get a, a lot more love than what it. Mm. I, I, am yeah, well. I gave this one. A, I gave Jackie Brown a four point five. I think yeah. everything. It's just good deal. Um, best screenplay. Let's go with Jackie Brown again. Um, <laughs> I, I, again, uh, Tarantino's kind of a master of dialogue. We all know and. Uh, it, it, at times, this movie is a little too wordy. I, I feel I think that's the, the maybe a reason that people don't hold it as high as it is because most Tarantino movies are he takes the genre and then ups the action and violence in it. And this, he takes a genre that has a lot of action and violence in it and kind of tones it down. Oh, sure. I think people yeah. weren't really expecting. Uh, so I think that's kind of what what eats into it a little bit, and that's that's kind of the 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 reason I uh, dislike a little bit on Jackie Brown, but. Uh, yeah, again, dialogue is perfect. This is adapted from Elmore Leonard, who is a, a craftsman with a fucking book. Um, and Elmore Leonard hates pretty much everything that gets adapted of yeah, his. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and Tarantino takes a hard left with, and it takes a lot of liberties with this story. Uh-huh. So when he gave it to Elmore Leonard to like showed him, was like, "Oh God, this is gonna be awful." Elmore Leonard's like, "No, I fucking love every change yeah. you made in this." And he didn't want to take it to him either. He didn't want to take. He was so like deathly afraid to take it to him because he didn't think it was gonna. He was gonna like it at all. Because uh, he was notorious for hating everything yeah. that gets made of yeah. his, and he ended up loving it. And there's a reason because yeah. he took things like Jackie. It's Jackie Burke in the book, and she's a white woman, and he made it a black woman and turned this into a black exploitation film. And yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Uh, there's like two other books I think even before this that set up uh, the relationship between Lewis and Ordell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he does a good job of building that relationship <laughs> in just that short amount of time yeah. beforehand. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah, Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown. I mean, it was just such an in-depth story. You know, except Coffee was good. Mm-hmm. Foxy Brown was, you know, okay. Mm-hmm. But just Jackie Brown, like I said, was just so in-depth. And it, it mm-hmm. took that type of movie, and it just made it even better. Yeah. Right? You know, and that's just why I loved it. I mean, it just like, that's what it, you know, should be. Mm-hmm. It's Jackie Brown, dude. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I mean we've gone over it a million times. Like, it's, <clears throat> there's... The other movies were good. It's so out of their league, though. Oh, it, yeah, you know, it really is. Like in terms of just character development and just even character screen time, and you know what I mean. Everything like uh, Jackie Brown just kills it, man. Yeah, I mean it's a uh, it's a it's a fun heist movie. You know, mm-hmm. it's a it's a fun uh, black exploitation movie. He took a genre that is usually what some would consider low brow. Mm-hmm. You know, just kind of and a glorif- house Yeah, yeah, right. exactly. Uh, glorified it. You know. Um, gave us a, a contender movie, okay? Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, you know, took it by its roots. Um, like you said, I went from Burke to Brown. Mm-hmm. Uh, went from black to or from white to black. Mm-hmm. Um, screenplay from Elmore Leonard. And uh, if he only, if Tarantino only has two movies left, um, I hope we get like a '30s gangster flick. But I hope it has as much restraint as as this. If Hateful yeah. Eight would have been structured like Jackie Brown and had that that mature. This is this, and I love Kill Bill and Pulp Fiction. 
But this here feels like, you know, um, there's some awesome things he's doing in Kill Bill, obviously, but mm -hmm. um, this feels like his tightest fucking movie. Mm -hmm. Like his most mature movie. Like this guy that's directing yeah. this is almost like a Cindy LeBay. You know, like a yeah. 60, 70 year old director who's been at it for years. And this is his third fucking movie. Mm -hmm. I hope, I mean, if, if he would have done the same thing with Hateful Eight, Hateful Eight would have won the Oscar last year. It would have kicked Revenant's ass. It would have done everything yeah. if he would have just concentrated on making a tight, fucking paced great screenplay movie this has great leads mm -hmm. great uh, uh female performance which we know uh we've been doing marathons lately where man nothing there's nothing there's no female presence okay mm -hmm. it just you know it just it is what it is our war marathon our sci-fi marathon and it's so great to see a, a movie here and that's why i was surprised too that uh you know pam greer didn't even get nominated for best actress that year helen hunt for as good as it gets one really you know? yeah fucking kidding me? exactly right you, and she well, did a, she did a good job she, yeah she i mean did. but She's a white woman. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, let's be honest. I mean, you know, so white. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, let's be honest. There's probably a reason she didn't get nominated. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's fucking stupid. But yeah, and this yeah. it just this uh, screenplay is completely just brilliantly tight. You know, and that's the best thing you could ask for in a screenplay. And it's two and a half hours, but it yeah. doesn't feel. Well, it doesn't feel like it. There are times I was watching Foxy Brown. It's only an hour and a half, and I was like, Jesus Christ! Like, <laughs> yeah, right? I know. Like, like oh, I want to go to bed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and actually, um, I want to go back just for a second because there's something that does bother me about Jackie Brown. I want to get your guys' opinion on it um, and see if maybe you can turn me around on it because okay. it's one of the only problems I have with Jackie Brown. Because, like I said earlier, I think from acting to directing to cinematography, everything's really perfect here. Um, this movie, I think, takes place in '95 or '97. Is that correct? It's 97. 97. Okay. So, and this was going to be one of my what the fucks, okay? But okay. I want to see what you guys think. Um, real quick, why does Pam Greer go into the dressing room? What do you mean? To, to do the money exchange. Because it's... Because she had privacy. Privacy, yeah. right? No cameras. No cameras. Yeah. Okay. Why didn't um, Ray and everyone else go back and watch the cameras to see Robert Forrester walk out with the, with the fucking half a million in cash? Right. Right, they certainly could. That's a huge problem yeah. I have. Like, because they have enough time. I think there's like a whole day. I mean, like, mm -hmm. she's been uh, staying in the house for a couple of days. You'd think there'd be enough investigated uh, investigation time to get, okay, well, we got to make sure everything's in a row here. Uh, we need to make sure, because they were even speculating that, you know, did anybody else, was there anybody else in the dressing room? Why did, right. why did you do this? There's mm -hmm. enough questions raised that, you know, this, this force here would go and they would start looking at the cameras. And I, I was like, or, or you don't suspect a woman who has a bullet hole in her head in the middle of the parking lot to yeah. the mall. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's that's their fucking that's their fucking job, you know, is to, to follow up on this stuff. And I was like, okay, ninety five, ninety seven. That's that's enough time to have fucking cameras, you yeah. know, in the store. Yeah. So that was a big problem I had with us. I, like, I can oh, see that. that yeah, for sure. Okay, I just yeah. want to make sure that I didn't yes, miss I didn't something. Even, I didn't even think about that to be honest. I just want to make sure I didn't miss something there because it's like, man. Well, that no, sucks. I think I think I think her line of thought is, yeah, they're they're gonna blame Melanie, and then Melanie gets fucking shot, and they're like, okay, well, obviously there was a struggle over this money or whatever. Maybe they just didn't, you know, maybe it was obvious to them that she took it, and they didn't have to check it. I mean, well, you know what I mean? She takes yeah. the money. There were yeah. so many red flags, though. Even he goes, man, I hope you didn't do anything stupid. Right. And then he's like, you know, uh, before he catches up with you. I hope we catch up with him before he catches up. They right. they knew. Yeah, they yeah. know. And they didn't even go check the cameras. So that was just a, a problem. I was like, oh, that's I can see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, okay. Um, let's see. Best screenplay. So I'm going to take that back, actually. I'm going to go to coffee. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> uh, best cinematography. Uh, Guillermo Navarro for Jackie Brown. Mm -hmm. I'm glad um, you said that. Yeah. Why? Well, <laughs> I don't think I could. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm glad you're Mexican. Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> see, mucho. What the fuck? Uh, <laughs> 
but the, this movie does have a very updated 70s vibe. That's a really, like, weird... It's a weird movie yeah. to try to describe what it looks like and how it feels. Because it, it, it looks older than it is, but it feels newer than it... it feel it looks yeah, i really don't know what the no fuck sense. i'm saying <laughs> i don't know what i'm saying but i'm right <laughs> um but yeah uh color everything they use tight shots the way they they put everyone in frame uh just they, they went they they set out to mimic a style that doesn't get mimicked yeah, very right. often uh, i can't uh black dynamite a movie from not too oh, long i love ago. that movie fucking yeah. amazing movie it's probably the only other movie that's done like black exploitation yeah. even in a comedic sense like that was. Have you guys uh, watched Black Dynamite? Mm-hmm. It's so good. Fucking yeah. Michael so Jai good. White. So great. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah. Jackie Brown? Uh, actually, I had to go with coffee. What? Because Foxy Brown just, it, it looked like shit. It, uh, it to does. To me, it yeah, just looked Jackie, so shit. I think they, it's because they rushed it. They filmed it yeah. in like 18 days and like, and it's show, really. Co- coffee and uh, Foxy Brown right. were filmed in I think 17, 12 days. They, yeah. Right. And see, yeah, yeah, coffee didn't look yeah, yeah. That's the right. one thing they really did right in this. And Jackie Brown, it looked great, mm-hmm. and, and it did. It had that 70s feel and story to it, but it, it looked 90s to me. Everything mm-hmm. about it just screamed 90s. And, and Coffee, I felt it did. It had that, you know, obviously that 70s look, 70s vibe, just the time and the place. I just felt like it was, you know, perfect for that. Mm-hmm. Kangol hat dated it, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a braided, long, skinny goatee that he had. Yeah. Okay, know. so mine. <laughs> Yeah, so, <laughs> so uh, I had Jackie Brown as well. Um, I, there's just some great shots in Jackie Brown, man. Like I really like a lot of the transition shots are the things that really impress me. Like when they go to that that bar, the really dark bar or whatever. Instead of just cutting straight to them, like with the other the other films that are on, it cuts to like somebody pulling back the pin on a pinball machine or whatever. Uh-huh. And then that like that's the that's the establishing shot, and then it goes to them, and it's like then. You're aware of things that are going on that you don't see, you know. You know what I mean? Like you're aware now. There's people playing ping pong. And there's whatever, or not ping pong, uh, pinball, pinball, and like things like that. I I love that, man. It, it, there's little things that inform you about the rest of the scene that you can't really see. I think it's I think it's really good. Yeah. It's all all kinds of that that shit through Jackie Brown. Yeah, um, I'm doing the uh, Jackie Brown as well. I'm doing uh, the uh, the tracking shots, the long takes, mm. the uh, the 360 shot at the end there, mm-hmm. uh, creating all that confusion. Uh, yeah. Perfect. Um, it did look 90s. And it, but it did feel 70s at the yeah, same yeah, time. Right. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> it had the atmosphere with 70s, so yeah. it just looked so yeah. new. But that tracking shot at the beginning, it's one of my favorite that scenes. It's so simple, too. Yeah. And it's just tracking her, oh, you know, going, going through the, the airport. The airport. Yeah. Oh, it's so awesome. So with the music. But the way that, that shot is... Um, just composed, you know. Whereas you have a long wall, and then the character far extreme right, and then she's moving up, you know. Yeah, yeah. Just a beautiful shot. Um, and what was this? Uh, the cinematographer's name? Guillermo Navarro. Yeah, just did a fantastic job. <laughs> so I'm going with Jackie Brown. Uh, that takes us to best supporting actress. Hooray! We get to nominate actresses. This is for the weekend, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, no, I really liked Catherine Loder in get Foxy out. Brown. I liked her. Yeah. Uh, I thought she was pretty. She seemed crazy as fuck. I was scared of her. <laughs> Wayne and I agree on something. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guess what? Hey, guess what? <laughs> Catherine Loder. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. She just seemed like such fuck an evil you, bitch. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. No, no I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna double fuck you guys because, like, I couldn't think. Of, I couldn't think. Of, I couldn't think. Check, of, please. <laughs> I couldn't think of any. 
great supporting. I, I mean, uh, you know, like uh, Bridget Fonda or whatever, like Melanie. Like she's cool, but I mean, I don't think she's anything special. Anybody uh, could play that. Yeah. And yeah. so I wanted. Ins- I couldn't get a good award, so I'm gonna give a funky chicken award. What's oh, it called? Okay. The, the golden chicken. Uh-huh. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get <laughs> uh, to fucking oh, okay. to Catherine Loader, Miss Catherine from fucking Foxy Brown. <laughs> wow. I just I never bought her as like a as like a villain I really, I, I really didn't I, I I get that she's fucking crazy or whatever I just I don't know I, I didn't just, just to buy her was I, just like I didn't, I didn't buy it man I, I don't know it just never it didn't resonate with she me at all she was the only thing I liked about Foxy Brown really? <laughs> pretty That's, much I couldn't I couldn't so, buy her at all man I liked that and the way it looked but yeah. <laughs> Anthony Fargus was alright we got a rubber chicken tonight yeah right on. I wrote funky chicken because it's the black exploitation nice <laughs> 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 I'm just glad you didn't call it the funky as he, as he pushes his glasses up. <laughs> I'm, just call, I'm just glad you didn't call it the, the funky rubber. <laughs> <laughs> that would have worked too. But uh, no. I'm, yeah, I see what you guys are all saying, but I went Bridget Fonda. Um, I yeah. uh, I think this was probably the weakest category yeah, for, for me. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I thought she did what she needed to. You all know? you needed was a pair of tits and blonde hair for that part. Though. You yeah, know, I mean, no, I, I, she does a good I job. Thought she, I thought she did a good job. She didn't have a lot to do, but um, she did become fucking irritating at the oh, end there. Yeah. You know, she did a great job with just being that that um, surfer girl. You I know? she did a great so, job, too, when, when they go in and you really see, like, Lewis is kind of a fuck-up. And, like, she's really the one who's doing this. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, she's holding it together. And she's like, what is your fucking problem? Like, yeah, yeah. just be cool. Like, we got this. You know? I think a lot of people could have, you know, uh, taken on that role and did great things with yeah. it. But, I mean, hey, it is what it is. I think that's the weakest for me. Um, but I want Bridget Fonda. So, mm-hmm. um, let's do Best Supporting Actor. Man, this one was tough. This no, it wasn't. This is to me, it wasn't. To me, this you one was tough. You know exactly who you're going to pick. Easy I went shit. with Robert Doquie as King George. Get the oh, fuck you fucking no, no, did not. I no, loved you, him. Okay, now, you are wrong. <laughs> I know. Okay, now it does say in the rules, okay, you are able to change your right. your, your answer before you leaving the studio. <laughs> not going to happen. <laughs> you're, you're so, I put a oh, lot of thought into this. You didn't even hear what we had to say yet. <laughs> you're, so, you're so stone cold that you right. can't be moved. I know right. something is going to happen before you leave the studio. <laughs> 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 no, you well, do all go in a well-lit fucking <laughs> No, but I loved him as kind of this, this uh, middle-level pimp. I, I guess middle level like, pimp. Yeah, what the, like he's like uh, middle he's, management. When you look at him, you're like, oh, that guy's top brass, but he's not. He's just a middleman in between all these other fucking oh, drug dealers and stuff. And he does he does a really good job. Like that, they're when they're pulling it, that scene where they're going to kill him, and he just has that look of terror on his face. He's like, I'm gonna fucking die here, but I'm gonna try to, you know, weasel my way out of this and talk because that's what I do. I'm a good talker. I'm gonna talk my way out of this situation. And they're just like, yeah, we don't give a fuck. Uh, we're gonna lynch you by this car, and they right. just drag him and like. He ran behind that motherfucking car. He deserves something. <laughs> not best supporting, but not, not, yeah, yeah. not best supporting actor. But he deserves something. Yeah, I'm gonna give the right answer. <laughs> Robert Forster. There Max it Jerry. is. There it is. Gold knuckles. Boom. That's why you got gold knuckles right there. Nugs. 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 <laughs> well, this is fun. <laughs> I like it. I'm, I think I might go golden knucks or gold knuckles no. because it's like two. It's like knuckles no. and. Yeah. Knuckles. Yeah. Knuckles. I don't know. That sounds a little nux. Golden <laughs> nux. <laughs> no, dude, it's cool. Sounds like a sexual position. <laughs> nux? The golden nux? Let's do the golden nux. <laughs> the nux. So I give that piss on someone's hand? <laughs> have you been fucking in the Chinese restaurant again? <laughs> that doesn't have anything to do with this. <laughs> give that bitch the golden nux. 
<laughs> so it, um, yeah, the correct answer is, um, is Rob, Robert Forster, Max Cherry. Yes, um, he he won Best Supporting Actor, I believe, for for this. Well, he um, should have. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> he, he did not win. He you was where King George was. Well, was not that he, he won. was nominated. Oh, really? I thought he won. Who won? That year, fuck if I know. Ninety-seven. Uh, I think that was Joe or uh, Joe, Joe Ray Fines. <laughs> or not Ray Fines. <laughs> Joseph Fines for uh, Shakespeare in Love. I'll look it up while you guys are okay. talking your wrong answers. Yeah. <laughs> well, mine won't take too long. Robert Forrester. <laughs> yeah, he owned this man. Um, I think the next one's pretty fucking obvious too. And it was great too. Um, you know, they could have put. Uh, I think it was. Um, De Niro, I think, wanted to play the role of Max Cherry. Uh-huh. And that has to take a lot to, from a young director's yeah. Tarantino being like, telling De Niro. <laughs> fuck you, no. no yeah, telling him <laughs> no and be like, I want you to play Lewis and not this. I mean, you gotta think, Tarantino can do whatever the fuck he wants and he's got some clout, you know, but this no. is a 96, well, 97. No, so you're, you're telling De Niro. Right. Godfather. Good. You're telling yeah. this fucker. No. That some other guy whose career is declining is going to get that role instead. Yeah, of yeah. That's why he's a master, man. But uh, it's it's great seeing Robert Forrest in this role. It's such a unique. Uh, and I'm glad. I mean, this, it's kind of sucks for Robert. You know, he did a couple things after this, not much. Mm. But you know, he had a, he had a, it sparked his career back for a little bit. He was he was in stuff. Right. Nothing yeah. as as big as uh, as Jackie Brown. But I tell you what, man, it's so I'm I'm so happy that he he didn't get big because this is a unique role. Yeah. If he would have mm-hmm. went off and, and made like fucking you know ten hardcore action flicks that you know like he'd say he was in three hundred and fucking Gladiator and Die Hard Five, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it just it's, it's such a precious role. And I come back and I'm like, man, this is a fucking cool yeah. unique role, man. It's nice to see Robert Forrester. You know, right, he does right, a, he does a lot with this too. Um, yeah, he's got that. No, no country for old men. You feel me on that? Yeah, I know. I, feel I love it, dude. Cool. I would love to see a, a Tommy Lee Jones and Robert Forrester just shaking dicks, not shaking dicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. shaking Doing the golden duck. What I meant. <laughs> Drinking coffee together, talking about the good old days, <laughs> playing a bank heist. Boom. Oh, yeah. That'd be badass. Uh, Kickstart. <laughs> Kickstart. <laughs> What are you doing? I, I'm looking at Best Supporting Actor. It went to Robin Williams for Good Will Hunting. <laughs> did, well, who? Robin Williams in Good Will Hunting. Best Supporting that was, Actor. I mean, he did. Yeah, I, I can mean, see yeah, that. But what the fuck? He was up against <laughs> Burt Reynolds in Boogie Nights, Greg Kinnear in As Good As It Gets, and Anthony Hopkins in Amistad, too. So. Okay, Just in well, case yeah, you I wanted guess. to know all that. So. I think Robert Forrester had a chance there. I mean, I think probably yeah. Robin Williams did deserve it there, but, man, that's... He had more to do, though, than I will, go as, far, yeah, I will go as far as to say that's the best performance in any Tarantino movie. Max Cherry for me. That's what? that's how much I really love that's it. Kinda, that's kind of playing it loose. This for me. Yeah, that's how much I loved it. You're playing it loose, my friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. We're going we're gonna to bring that episode up soon. Top five for the website. Tarantino rolls. All right. Um, Wayne. Where are we at, guys? We're at... Uh, Brett, Brett, best, actress. best actress. Yeah, best actress. You're going to skip me? All right. I was going Pam Grew, Jackie Brown in this Fucking one. Miss Catherine. Now you're just um, going to be the best supporting podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got to give it to Pam Greer. So, uh, yeah, for Jackie Brown. Um, it, it, it's really... Uh, she didn't have to show her tits in this one. No shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> said, no, it's, it's And true. it's crazy. Like, she didn't have to. Yeah. And, uh, not she, that I would have minded. She didn't have to fuck an old guy. She didn't have right. to do anything. Uh, she was very understated. Just like uh, that scene at the end where she she is wearing a fear on her face when she's like, "All this shit could go wrong. Yeah. Dead any second. Like all it takes is one little tiny fuck up." But then 
when she's being interviewed by the FBI, she's just cool as fuck. Yeah. And she's yeah. like, I'm, I'm, I'm away. I'm clean now. I'm like, so you fucking do something to me now. Because mm. if you try to do something to me, you get fucked over too because you were playing shady. So, yeah. Uh, Jackie Brown. Great. Pam Greer, Jackie Brown. Pam Greer, Jackie Brown. Yeah. Um, so, hey, no, wait. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so, like, <laughs> uh, no, the other, the other films, I, like, she's... I mean, she was serviceable as as, mm-hmm. as what she did, but I mean, I didn't think she was a great actress. Yeah, I feel yeah. like in Jackie Brown, it, obviously it's 20 years later or whatever, but she's, she feels like an actress to me. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think it's important to remember that, you know, a lot of the, these, the original films are, they are kind of seen as like sort of lowbrow kind of whatever, and, and black exploitation films kind of get shit on. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, I, I've heard Pam Greer talk about like how it's important that like, these were this is how I got into acting like yeah. these were actually these were roles for black actors in Hollywood this is how mm-hmm. I got in so like you can put shit on them if you want but this is how it started oh, you know what I mean yeah. for, and you know what I say fuck anybody who says like I mean we went through like a whole you know whatever your opinion is on Breakfast Club or movies like Fright Night two different fucking genres yeah. man and in one you can say that uh, the movie is better but fucking genres man I don't care if your genres or subgenres mm-hmm. man all genres have a place, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you might be wanting a, uh, what, um, Good Will Hunting. I think that's a solid drama, you know. Mm-hmm. Good Will Hunting is a solid drama. Good Morning Vietnam, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Braveheart, shit like that. But, man, when you're talking horror movies, you know, like The Fucking Thing or Fright Night, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, everything has a place. So does exploitation, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. And uh, I can't wait to do a marathon. There's no doubt in my mind that a black exploitation movie um, will make it in Pantheon sometime. Mm. You know, there's some fun. You know, get get the right people together, and there's a, there's an art form too. I mean, fuck oh, yeah, getting your there's... friends together and having some right. beers and some laughs. Mm-hmm. I think there's a great art form to black exploitation, just like there is some grindhouse, just sure. like there is mm-hmm. a fucking good drama. So, um, yeah, I just I just had to say that because yeah, absolutely. Well, one thing that yeah. gave me about Jackie Brown was the add of romance in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you know, Max Cherry and, and Jackie Brown never fucked or anything. But that was a great part of it because it had been any other movie. Yeah, yeah. Pam there'd have been so much fucking and sucking and everything. Else. <laughs> you know, it would have been crazy. But it was just. <laughs> but there was literally no physical other than that kiss. Yeah, that's right? what I love about it, man. And yeah. how how he added you know the romance in with that with everything else. It, it just blew my mind that he could oh. do it and do it right. It's a western it's, moment there too. You can almost trade that scene and have somebody for riding off into the an old John horse, Wayne, yeah, mm-hmm. where the sheriff stays back, you know, mm. keeping the keeping the place in check, you know, while you know she's going and moving to a whole new yeah. fucking you know uh, place. Doesn't it feel like an old western there at the very end? And we know and we know Tarantino yeah. has that. He has a big love for westerns. You know, so um, I I just thought that was really special, but yeah, I love that about this that there's no sexual interaction. Yeah, it's so it's so important to me, you know, because I it shows that. Um, well, I'll talk a little bit more about that when I get to mine. Um, are you done with yours? Yeah. Best, okay. Yeah. So uh, best actress was Jackie Brown, and again, it she she doesn't have to show her tits. That's mm. funny. It's funny, yeah. but it's true. You know, she doesn't mm. have to show her tits. She's she, and that's what she built her career on. Was you those know? tits? Man. Yeah, was those titties? <laughs> and she was conservatively dressed in Jackie Brown too. Yeah, and she yeah. still looked yeah. damn fine. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Just, like wow that's yeah she impressive. has a presence and um, when you're talking like a female lead in the movie uh, what's important to me is when you see them working um, she goes and she does everything in this movie she's terrified yeah. she's scared mm-hmm. um, she does everything it, it, I know she's not but it seems like she's in every frame of this movie at least her spirit <laughs> is over this movie here yeah her presence yeah her presence way. is you know and uh, to, to have that and this is um, she's the lead of this fucking movie mm-hmm. you know yeah. and she nails every bit of it um so yeah, for me, without best actually her. nailing anybody, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she nails it without nailing anybody. So uh, I think that's very important too, and I think it's uh, 
It's so sad that she didn't get nominated because I think she. That's she sad, and it's also it. sad that we're this years later, and we still Hollywood still thinks that female leads can't you know what I mean can't lead a film and that no. kind of, you know what I mean, and it's it's really unfortunate. I it's, hope that Tarantino because he only has two movies left, man. I I wouldn't. I would like to see him bring Pam Greer back in a, in a role, you know, because I thought she was uh, she was so great in this man. Well, he's talked about doing that Italian horror film, the Seven Doors of De- or, yeah, Seven Doors of Death. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd like to see him do that because he's there's... always talking about a horror film. I just want him to shut the fuck up and do. Yeah, I, I, I am with you. I, I don't think, man, I don't think we're gonna get it. But um, I, uh, man. He's talks so he talks a lot. Yeah, he does. He talks a lot. Um, I've lost a lot of respect for him over the years. Really? It's just yeah. I uh, I do like I'll I love on a lot of hateful eight. Even though it's at the almost at the end, it's probably like my number seven or eight. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, but there's some things that he's still doing in that. You know, um, my love of the thing probably Mm -hmm, is you know all over that movie. Um, So it's a nice love letter. It gets better every time I watch it. But. He's talking about doing a 30s gangsters flick, you know. And, man, I'm sorry, dude. Tarantino has to get back to some basics and do a fucking 30s gangster flick before he retires. That yeah. Do you want to see that? I would love I to see that. Oh, my yeah. God, dude. Some besides Hateful Eight, because I'll be honest I despise that movie. Yeah, do you want to see a Kill Bill, another one? You just be done I with it. I wanted to see it, and then I don't. I just don't. I I think I, I think it's just not going to happen, and I've kind of lost interest. But yeah, I kind of hope that he just gives us something original and leaves it alone. Because Kill yeah. Bill one and two is just great. I don't see him adding too much more yeah. to it. If he had more than just a couple of films to do left, I'd like to see it. But if he's only going to do a couple more, then yeah. yeah Have you heard what he said about them. westerns? And I'll end on this and get back into this. But mm-hmm. he said in westerns um, that he does not consider um, himself to be a western director until he's directed three westerns. So he wants to do another western, and I'm and I'll do. I'm all about another Where do you western. Pull that number at. <laughs> I, I'm all about another western, three, yeah. as three. long as it's not a Django or Hateful Eight. I don't want it to be cartoony or. I want him to make a song because I know he's got a he's got a fucking Oscar worthy, respectful, straight up. Um, uh, in control, mature western for the fucking ages. Well, I think Kill Bill Volume Two is that movie. It's not a western. Yeah, I'm talking about it yes. a western. No, yeah, for yeah, sure. It, it is. I mean, even the score, you know. Yeah. Um, but I want to see a traditional western. I, no, I see. And I think yeah. that would. But I think kill. what you're describing is Kill Bill Volume Two. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and there's definitely there's a lot going on in Kill. Hey, you know I me. Mean? I, I got a fucking sword yeah. hanging <laughs> signed by Zoe Bell, the real bride. So um, let's do best. Where are we at? Actor? actor. Best actor. Robert Forster. Are we sucking Tarantino's dick tonight? Yeah. How are you gonna vote? <laughs> What do you mean? How am I oh, going to so you want He's the, the best, best actor. actor. Okay. He's the best actor. Let everyone give me shit because I didn't say? give him best supporting actor. Who'd you yeah. say? Robert Forster. I did that not too long ago on something. Yeah, no, Remember yeah. that? I did that. I forget yeah. what marathon it was, but you guys were giving me shit and I brought it back around. Yeah, I know. Uh, God, yeah. Robert Forster. Uh, he's the star of all these movies combined. Uh, just so beautifully quiet and understated and kind of misunderstood but extremely understood all at the same time like you know what he's feeling but you don't know what he's thinking you're confusing me again (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah and and dialogue I gave him my best dialogue my best character Uh, he's 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 fucking great every scene he's in he has a chemistry with every person he's on screen you're right yeah that's that's really fucking impressive. right. He supports everyone else very well. He brings all those people <laughs> to his level up at the top tier actor. <laughs> Samuel Jackson and yeah. Ordell. Samuel, yeah. nothing about it. You just no, no. I mean, it's, 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 <laughs> <laughs> silence. <laughs> no, I, I think it just really speaks for himself. I mean, I, I, you know, he was more than a supporting actor. <laughs> you know, he was just the main focus, really. Uh, 
whether you know you were Jackie Brown, Robert Forster, everybody was focused on him. What's he going to do, and how's he going to do it? Uh-huh. You know, whether you were afraid of him or trying to get the money, everything evolved around his character. Right. Now that his character was just great. I mean, yeah, it was, just, uh, it was when they, my, my favorite role of his, actually. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I th- that's what I said before. I think this is probably Sam Jackson's best role, in my yeah. opinion, his best role. And I think we talked before how like Jackie Brown's shadow is kind of over every scene, even though she's not there. And I think that's even more so true of Ordell Roby. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. he's, I mean, and he sells it too, man. I mean, he, he's there in every scene, whether or not, yeah. he, whether he his is or he isn't. Is in every... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I put a lot of thought into this one, too. I went with Ordell as well, um, Samuel Jackson. Um, and the reason for this is you look at what he brought to it. It just wasn't a guy dialing it in or a guy that... And I love Max Cherry. I thought he did a Robert yeah, no, I, yeah, I thought I he did it. I thought he did a awesome great job. job. But I'm like, okay... I think that the, one of the main reasons we love Robert Forrester so much or Max Cherry is because we haven't seen him in a long time. He, he brings that that old school feel, you know. Yeah. And we, we just have, we don't know Robert Forrester, so he I don't know. It's cool to watch him work, mm. you know. But if you look at someone who built a fucking character as an actor, it's fucking um, Samuel Jackson. Um, the Raptor bag that he had in this movie yeah. was him. He came straight off of a fucking Toronto game. Okay, <laughs> um, the Fu Manchu look. Okay, which is fucking scary looking yeah. on him. Was all his design okay? He told Tarantino that's how he envisioned the character. Um, the Kangle hats, you know, were all him. He yeah. was big into Kangle hats, which all of that right there fits fucking you know his his character of Ordell. Um, and then um, he uh, was filming Sphere, you know, like mm. right afterwards. It came right <laughs> off the set from Sphere to this. Or, yeah, Sphere is that what it was called? Yeah, yeah. that was yeah, Sphere. Yeah, yeah, Sphere. God. Yeah, but he uh, he to, to bring all of this. Into this this picture here, from the Fu Manchu look to the Kangle hats to the Raptor bag to everything was fucking awesome, and he built this character. So for an actor, for me, um, bringing all that to the table and forming a character, I had to give it to, to Samuel Jackson. So um, best scene. Uh, when are you doubting yours now for that? No, sh- no I'm right. <laughs> Man, I'm not doing my job then. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's my 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 favorite scene is uh, when Max meets Jackie at the mall, and they're just having. A conversation talking as two people that are kind of crazy about each other but are you know describing their lives and uh like i said earlier that i mean it, it mimics their real life where they were these big awesome people in the 70s and going you know somewhere strong and then their star just faded uh-huh. for 20 years and then this this scene this moment it, it for their characters and for the real life people uh was the re- their redemption song and uh, I really just fucking love that scene. The, the, the chemistry is where, like, it just first comes out. And it's every line that they're saying back and forth to each other is just quintessential Quentin Tarantino. Love it. Mine's a lot more shallow than that, but it just blew me away. <laughs> titties? Titties. 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 That's when she pulled a gun out of her afro. I mean, it's it just came out of fucking nowhere. Yeah. I did, like usually, I, I, I kind of guess what's going to happen or have a general idea, you know. But that just came out of fucking nowhere. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, she pulled a gun out of her fucking hair. You know? <laughs> there's a lot of that shit in these movies. There's razor blades in her hair. There's yeah. fucking pokey thing in her hair. Yeah, see, I can guns, see that you can like... entwine it and shit. But how do you just keep a goddamn gun in there? And she, like, she knew where it fucking was. Yeah, too. Like, bitch. <laughs> but there's also a holster tucked up in there. <laughs> 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 it was just oh, so, just wrong gun. <laughs> it was just one swift motion. I'm just, uh, bam! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I loved it. Um, I'll tell you my my runner up first was um, so when Ordell goes to confront Jackie, and uh, 
you know he's get it's it's where the the screen splits and you start to see Max oh, yeah. driving because the whole the whole time you're like why the fuck am I watching like why what where are we going with this you know mm-hmm. what I mean and then he checks the holster or whatever or he checks the the uh, what's the, the glove compartment there's no gun in it and then she, she and uh-huh. it's like oh man that's fucking great like that's such a great way to show that um, I really like that my favorite part my favorite is when Ordell Roby kills Beaumont it, mm-hmm. that's my favorite scene out yeah, of, out of everything cool. like. I just think it's a bit, and even the the leading up scene where he goes and gets him, and you know, and just can, you know talks him out there, and then he's then there's the you know the the uh, the trunk shot where they're looking down. And he's like, I ain't getting no fucking trunk, man, uh, you know. <laughs> and then that's, that's a that great goes, Chris Tucker. That's, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I know. <laughs> I watch a lot of Fifth Element. I watch man, Rush right? Hour all the time. <laughs> Um, no, yeah, I just think it's a great scene. We talked it. We talked and talked oh, yeah. that scene. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not gonna go into it. Was, it, it is but a great yeah, it's my favorite scene. scene. Yeah, my my. Uh, yeah, the best scene here was um, it's so great, man. It's my liberation scene. It's my exodus scene. It's the it's a tie. It's yeah. the beginning and the end of Jackie Brown. Okay, um, it's so beautiful, man. Just the music, her moving. You know that she has all that money on her, <coughs> that hustle. But it's that song too. You know that's going through, and uh, that song is so powerful. Like I listened to it all, uh, like this this whole week here, uh, doing whatever you have to survive. Uh, there's a better way of life, trying to break out of the ghetto, and that's all on her mind. You feel like when she's going through that airport, you know, and then that liberation shot at the end where she's like, she's she's done it, she right. did it, she's out, you know. And uh, I just thought that was was great. That's uh, my favorite scene. But there's some great ones with uh, De Niro uh, when mm-hmm. he said. Your ass used to be beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I love that scene because there's so much history there, just with those lines, you yeah. know. Um, I think I think it's important to note, like we we talked about, like best actors and sporting actors or whatever. When, when we talked a lot about Max Cherry and, and Robert Forster, like that we're talking about him so much and not Robert De Niro, like is telling. Like that's how good he was. Yeah, yeah. De Niro is yeah. yeah. one of those guys who like we haven't even mentioned him, mm-hmm. and he's one of those guys who's like, so he's so fucking good. Like I've seen him outact everyone else in a scene without saying a fucking word. Yeah. you know what I mean. And that's like that dude's fucking. Talented. And he doesn't say a whole lot in this movie, but he no. carries himself so well right. with that character yeah. without saying. And a I, that's just a testament to how well Robert Forster did in this film. And yeah, he's yeah. really good. All right, that takes us to um, our defining moment. Uh, my defining moment was the same as your favorite scene, Brad. Okay. Uh, I love the uh, cross 110th Street, yeah. but I got a different kind of feeling from the end than you did. Okay, because to me, when she's driving off into this sunset, she kind of just has a blank look on her face most mm-hmm. of the time, and I, I feel like through all of this, she's like, I've you know done this this thing, but it's not really changed me any. Like I'm just as unhappy with who I really? am. Really, really. This is what I felt. This is what I felt. It's like a contemplation. You know, like kind of reflecting, and I'll get. That's actually gonna get to my defining moment, and I'll talk a little but, bit more about that. Yeah, and you also talked about the beginning scene, which they almost kind of echo each other. Mm. And I feel, I feel that's where that kind of comes from, because she almost has the same expression on her face when she's just on that runway, and when she's in that car, it's almost kind of like a blank, just kind of like, "Where's my life?" Right see, because I feel, see, I feel the beginning of that movie. She's across 110th Street, you mm-hmm. know, on the bad end, mm-hmm. you know, and at the end of this movie, she's on her way out. Right. You know, um, right there on the edge of being out. Mm. You know, um, and she's just contemplating her whole life and everything it's taken to to get to this part. And <sighs> I did it. You know, mm-hmm. she's a fucking survivor. That's how I feel about the end of it. I almost see it the other way that I feel that she was on the other side and now she's driving to it. Really? 
Um, she gets T-boned. Yeah, but she didn't realize. She, did, <laughs> she gets she T-boned. Didn't <laughs> but I, I feel like, you know, oh, when she's shit. on that walkway, she thinks she's on one side of the um, tracks when she's really actually on the other, and then she ends up on the other and was like, man. She gets T-boned by Anton Chigurh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, up <laughs> in this shared universe. Yeah, like... <laughs> well, I'm, I'm very curious. I would love to see how Jackie Brown, because you were talking shared universe here, out of sight. You know, which mm-hmm. Michael Keaton even goes back over oh, the yeah, site yeah, to play yeah. that same role. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'd be curious to see how these movies you know stack up against mm-hmm. each other because it's been a while since I've watched Out of Sight, but I remember having a lot of respect for that movie. I wonder how that holds up. A year or two ago, they did another movie for this uh, one of the other books for Elmore Leonard. I think uh, Most Deaf ended up playing uh, Ordell Ro- Roby. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't remember what that was called now, and so I shouldn't have brought it up even. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, Is that kill shot? Uh, I shouldn't even have brought that up. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Mine was the end of Jackie Brown. Okay. You know, but one thing too that kind of struck me not until uh, way later after I'd watched it was there was almost kind of a a sub uh, thing going underneath of it. Watching these types of films, in the end, she outsmarted and beat the white guy. Mm -hmm. You know, I said it's not as nearly as deep as a level, but if you really think about it, that's what happened, and I loved that. Mm You know, because like I said, a lot of times I forgot I was watching that type of film, especially with Jackie Brown. But like, so, you know, at the end, not only did she get out of that life, she won. Mm-hmm. Everything was so serious. But then if you, you know, she also beat, you know, sure. two, she beat the cops. Mm-hmm. She, you know, she beat uh, Max Cherry, the white guy. We all have our fetishes. <laughs> <laughs> and she just, she just won. Yeah. You know, and like, so you see it the same way I do. She won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I did too. And when she was I, I also weird tonight. Just, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> what? <laughs> it was just awesome. Did you take your Pez? I did. <laughs> yeah. uh, my favorite, yeah, was the was the end of Jackie Brown. The wow, where she's singing, yeah. you know, across 110th Street, just kind of tearing up, and yeah, I, I, I don't, I genuinely, I'm not trying to push it on you. I don't, I don't feel that. I feel like what, what you're what you're saying, like art. That she's, it's subjective. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Ever? <laughs> uh, that yeah, that she, that she's that she's the song is so is so representative of, uh, of it. It's great that they play in the beginning and they play it at the end, and yeah. it's, it's really and yeah. isn't that the same song that's playing too when Robert Forster leaves the theater? I could be completely wrong. No, is that uh, not? I, I don't think it was. Fuck. Okay, I can't remember what it was. Okay, uh, I think it was from another Pam Greer movie, actually. Really, but I don't. Yeah, my defining moment, man, was so small, almost not even there, but I thought it was so cool where um, it's the dressing room scene, mm-hmm. okay, and she she looks over and she stares at herself for a second in the mirror, and it's so uncomfortable, and uh, the reason for that is like you have all these movies of all these people tr- trying to, to, you know, they live in this gritty life, um, you got that, that song across 110th Street and everything it takes to survive and, and to better your life, right? It's that moment where she stops and she just looks at herself. Mm. And it's a moment of, wow, you know, where have you been or who are you? You know, who are you going to be? Are you are you this 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 person? You know, you can change. Um, I love there's this, this quote that's like, you know, um, today is the best day of the, of the rest of your life. You know, mm-hmm. you, you're never too late to change who you are. Mm-hmm. And I think it, it echoes um, my uh, best scene uh, where she's driving off. I think that moment there, she was like, yeah, I'm doing some pretty evil, wicked shit here. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm ripping someone off, but I got to do what I got to do to get out, mm-hmm. you know. And this is my ticket, and let's just do this. You know, I just love that scene. You guys know what scene I'm yeah, talking no, about. Yeah, 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 it was yeah, almost like she was thinking that this is, you know, this was her last chance. Are yeah, you yeah. sure you're doing the right yeah, thing? Yeah, you're sure. Because, right. yeah, you know, right. past this point, it is too fucking late. Yeah, yeah. We're in deep. 
Yeah. So if you're going to get out, get out now. And just in that split second, yeah. she's like, no, yeah. I'm doing this. And what's scarier than Ordell or Ray and, and, the, yeah. uh, and, and the cops and all that is that dead-end job, the mm-hmm. stewardess life, you know, um, at the, the deadest mm-hmm. airline with no benefits, you know. Yeah. Worse than a prison life. Yeah, I yeah. Right. You got this. Let's do it. You know, I love that scene. Right. Just the mirror check. Um, best director? Tarantino. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie Brown, Tarantino. Um, he gets all those actors casted perfectly. Uh, he, he knows what he wants in his films. He gets the best performance out of everyone. Damn near every time he makes a movie, and mm-hmm. Jackie Brown is certainly no mm-hmm. exception. Uh, music, amazing throughout. Uh, every shot. Just, it's, it's Tarantino. I, yeah. yeah, and I agree completely with that. It's, yeah, yeah, Tarantino, yeah. Jackie Brown. See how we all just come together. Yeah, at the end. <laughs> Wait, what are we doing together? <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, Tarantino man. This was his fourth film, right? Because he had was Reservoir it, was Dogs. Third? Was his third? Well, he had Reservoir yeah. Dogs. Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. If you count True Romance, it came just before, but he just wrote that. Well, yeah, when so did Four Rooms too come? I mean, I know well, that's yeah, that's just uh, Four yeah. Rooms was around the same time. Yeah, so this is his third, right? I think this is third. Yeah. Yeah. So third Tarantino movie, man, and. He just nailed it. <laughs> he nailed it. And this is, I think, you know, as much as I like Kill Bill and Pulp Fiction above Jackie Brown and I think Reservoir Dogs, um, I think this is probably his most restrained, most mature work. Mm-hmm. I Sometimes I, I see Tarantino here, but I also see someone who is elevated and just mm-hmm. on top of his game and cannot be fucked with. Mm-hmm. I think this movie is, is pretty much, like I said, perfect. You know, I have that issue at the end that really I wish wasn't there because fucking every time I think about it, I'm like... It just gets sloppy there, I think. Right. You know, I'm like, where? Why did that fucking, you know, yeah. how did it get sloppy there when this whole fucking movie is so focused, you know? So, um, but yeah, it's Tarantino. Yeah, like you said, it's more restricted. Like I, like I said earlier, most of his films, he ups the violence for that genre. Yeah. And this, which is such a violent <coughs> and, and sex-driven mm-hmm. genre, just completely cuts it out for the most yeah. part. I mean, you get a scene where... De Niro's fucking Bridget Fonda in the kitchen for a quick second. Oh, you just full penetration. Yeah, the but, but that's 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 all you really get out of it. And it's uh, there's a little bit of violence, but yeah, it's really toned down for especially a Tarantino movie. All right, and that takes us to Best Picture. Any surprises here? Nope. No. <laughs> Jackie Brown. Yeah, Jackie Brown. Jackie you know, I, I nearly went coffee on this, though. Did you really? And, and something is wrong with him tonight. And damn it. it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> All right, thank you for listening to Richard's video, <laughs> And here's why. It's because I think I enjoyed watching coffee the most. Because going into this... I knew what Foxy Brown was, but I'd never seen it. I had never even really heard of coffee. I hadn't uh, either. So when I watched coffee, I was like, man, I am really fucking surprised at how good this is. And I was like, she's known for playing Foxy Brown, so that's going to be even better. This yeah. is awesome. And it just fucking wasn't. And so I think maybe that elevated coffee for me, but then I I, I batted around, and I yeah, eventually went with Jackie yeah, Brown. Yeah, because coffee... It is, it is more consistent. Coffee's well. good. Yeah, coffee, coffee's a good... I mean, I, what do you guys rate coffee? Let's just do that real quick. I'd give it a four. Really? Yeah. Uh, 3.5. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that I give it a 4. Yeah, I give it a 3. Yeah. I thought it was I thought it was good, but um the vigilante, um the vengeance subgenre is one of my favorites and you got a lot packed in there. I mean, you got death wish, you know, and it, it is yeah. core. It's 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 one of the simplest, you know, like which is good. I mean, it's simple's fine with me as long as they do it right. You know, and uh, Coffee that explores just a very simple vigilante, you know, flick um, with a strong female lead, which I think separates it from the pack. You know, well, see, I didn't expect much out of Coffee because I'd seen Foxy Brown before, uh-huh. and it was like, uh, you know, it's just it is what it is kind of movie. Yeah. Right? So when I watched Coffee, I was like, shit, this is a really surprise. I mean, it's you know yeah. pretty damn decent. 
Yeah, it is. And Not I think Jackie Brown level, but still pretty. Yeah, because Foxy Brown was the one for me where I was like, I was getting tired of that one. I was mm-hmm. like, uh, yeah. Yeah. it did get my best quote though, because I think for you know everything when you're looking at the, either the heist or the vengeance, you know, all that shit mm-hmm. is as American as apple pie, yeah. <laughs> you know? That is a good one. And I, I love that. So I'm glad Foxy, I, mean, I watched there are, it. There are great moments in Foxy Brown. Like, uh, that, like it is our quintessential role, because that's how we, we envision Pam Greer when we right. see that mm-hmm. 70s version. We see that, like, and, and that character, you know, spawns so many characters afterwards. Uh, like I said, Austin Powers, yeah. the Beyonce, the, mm-hmm. that was basically Foxy Brown. Uh, so it, it was it was a little bad, a little drawn out. And I think I think it had a lot to do with production. Like we said earlier, uh, they filmed it in two weeks, and I think like a day or two before this two was a, weeks. Well, was it supposed a, to be a, a day or two sequel? before? It was a sequel, and then yeah. they went, "Eh, we changed our mind. This can't be a sequel." Which is Change weird. Fucking character. Which is weird because Coffee was successful, extremely right. successful. Yeah. You know? So that's for really as little weird. as it took, for as little as it cost to make, it made a shitload of money. Yeah. So, yeah. all right, we're going to take a break, um, and then we'll come back. And um, usually with a marathon, what would happen is if we all agree, it would get shipped right off to the uh, Pantheon Council, and then we'd all decide. So we kind of uh, put the that movie, um, it's Fate in the Balance. balance yeah, right? Fate yeah. Balance. yeah, sure. Right. Um, balance in the Fate, what the fuck <laughs> I was saying. Um, but with the verses, um, we put it out there, and we see if we like it or not. And uh, if the council, we need at least six out of the nine to be like, you know what, I want to try that on. You know, So we don't have any really say-so with this, but we'll come back and we'll just give our opinion on whether or not we think Jackie Brown is Pantheon or should even be nominated and just discuss that real quick, all right? So Sounds good. we'll be back in a minute. How'd you find me anyway? Winston found you. How'd he find me? That's what he does. He finds people that don't want to be found. Oh, what bully for that nigga. All right, guys, we're back. Um, what do you guys, what do you stand, Kyle, with Jackie Brown? Do you think this is Pantheon level? God, like I, I've I've tussled with this giving this one an actual rating. Um, like I said, the only downfall is I do think this movie is a little wordy, um, where it should be it should have a little more action to it than it does. But that's that's kind of a Tarantino thing. He puts a lot of dialogue and a lot of slower parts in his movie to make that action more important. Um, God, uh, I mean the dialogue's on point, the acting's on point. Everything we've said about this movie makes it right. seem like it should be a five. But I'm struggling with giving it a five. And I, I, I really want to, but I also like. I just feel. What do you I want? Feel, what, 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 what would you need? What do you need for it to be a five? Like I said, it needs a little more action. Uh, I, I felt just for the type of movie that it was. But I appreciate that it didn't do it. So uh, it's, it's kind of weird how yeah. I'm on the fence with it. Now you can bring it in, like if you, if for your own vote, you can mm-hmm. bring it in for like you know. Um, a five, mm-hmm. or as a unique, beautiful movie that you just want to celebrate. Mm-hmm. Is it either? So is it either one of those for it's you? It's definitely a unique movie. Um, like I said earlier, is it something you want to celebrate and hang it on the Pantheon I, wall? I, I think I would. Uh, and, and going back to what I said earlier about black exploitation films, not a genre I'm that familiar with. And I think the only two movie, really black exploitation movies I had seen, uh, Shaft, Jackie Brown, uh, Black Dynamite, which we mentioned mm-hmm. earlier, uh, kind of a, a parody of them. Um, and, and, and watching Coffee and Foxy Brown, I think made me appreciate Jackie Brown even more. And that's why I wouldn't, I, I eventually would say that it's a five, um, basing it on the other two films. It's, it's a five. So it's Pantheon for you? Yes. Yes. 
Okay, what do you think? It's definitely Pantheon for me. I mean, no, it's not perfect. I can't. Well, how many Tarantino movies can we allow in the Pantheon? <laughs> yeah, I mean, is that the See, to me, this is the only one that fucking should be. Really? Okay. Yeah. I mean, okay, just... okay Paul's <laughs> yeah. right. Okay, okay, Paul, before you can I go into shit for that, because okay, I'm very curious. You just brought up something. I just want to, you know, take back to you guys. There's currently mm-hmm. no Pantheon or no Tarantino. No, not yet. Yeah. So with you, how many do you think are Pantheon worthy? Do we count Kill Bill as one, one movie film. or two? Okay. That just depends on when Nathan nominates it. Uh, <laughs> you, you might be surprised. I would say three. And that would be Jackie Brown, uh, Kill Bill, and Russ Wardogs. So three? Yes. So, you, so you, back to you, when you say just as, this is the only one that you think deserves Pantheon status. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you give it a five. I give it a four point five. Okay, but you think it's unique enough? Yeah. Because we can't I mean, ever go under a four point five for Pantheon. Like mm-hmm. you can't have like um, a two, but you're like, oh, that was fucking unique as shit. I want the Pantheon. <laughs> Your unique movie at least has to be four point like five yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right? <laughs> I'm not putting the picture yeah. because I do. It was I okay, but <laughs> fucking goddamn it's unique. I want to celebrate it. And I love Pulp Fiction. You know, there's only a few, a couple of Tarantino movies I can watch. Be like. Wow, what the fuck was he thinking? That is complete and utter shit. Yeah. You know, but to me, Jackie Brown, you know, you've got a great director like Tarantino, and this is something so unique for him, just because of the strain of it. For you sure. know, there, there was no nudity. There was, I mean, yeah, there was some violence, but I don't the think he's ever gore, done nudity anyway, has he? I'm trying to think. I don't think so. Well, I mean, for this, but for a very ultra machine film, right. I mean, you would expect it, yeah, especially yeah. from Tarantino. If he's going to take something from that genre sure. and amp it up. I mean, I expected just tits galore, the blood flying everywhere. And it could have been easily done in this movie. As, I as mean, you liked it. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I am too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I know I, I love that shit. You know, but this was so well done. And no, it's not perfect. But it's just like, it's just so goddamn good. And I can pop this movie in at any time. Even if it's just a background movie for me reading a book. I can put that in. I mean, it's just an excellent, excellent It's smooth. Movie. It's smooth. It is. How do you watch a movie while you read a book? I'm just not fucking <laughs> awesome. Fucking weird, <laughs> with, your, with your pants off. Yeah. <laughs> you have a book in one hand. And, <laughs> but it, and it's just, it is a, such a unique movie from such a talented director that I think it really does deserve to be Pantheon. Okay. I think it's absolutely Pantheon. Yeah. It, it's, yeah. It's my second favorite Tarantino film. And uh, when I did my... Video Lander thing, or whatever. Jackie Brown was one of the top ones that I named, and like it's always been one of my favorites because it was one of those Tarantino films that I watched. I came to the Jackie Brown party a little bit late, and I remember watching it because I think Josh had told me like it was like, oh, that's probably my least favorite, or whatever. And I watched it, and I was like, you're fucking stupid. This is a fucking great. It's <laughs> a fucking great <laughs> movie, dude. Like, <laughs> it, it, it is undervalued it in, is, in it his is, collection. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, you know, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I think it's <laughs> the. <laughs> At the end of the the dick, dick, you've got a big set of balls. That's what Tarantino's got. He's got some balls on this movie. I can see him bringing around. That's called called the base of your dick, so balls will be at the beginning. You fucked up again. I struggle with this one. Um, I don't think I would go Pantheon, but if it made it in, I would would be like, yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll support it for sure, you know? Yeah. I do have that one issue. Sometimes that one issue really fucking hurts so me. So nagging. It's, it's, it does. It I nags know. me. And, and I, I follow you on that, but I can't let that really? one... T- and it's not yeah, a that, huge defining moment well, for the movie. Well, no, because then it makes everybody stupid. at the. Well, it makes the well, police no, it, force stupid. Well, you gotta yeah. remember, they the they also say, the though, they also say, like, he didn't really give a fuck about the, mo- about the money. Right. You know what I mean? He's, he doesn't give a fuck about the money. He gives a fuck about Ordell. Yeah, yeah, but they're still so, like, double, they're gonna still double check up on that. No, I agree, but I think they've established... Because I don't think with 
with her character, Jackie saying, Brown, I think doesn't. they don't. She doesn't mean shit to Ray. I think Ray would lock her up in a heartbeat if you know, mm-hmm. with whatever. Um, it so it's just something that nags me. I was asking April about it too after I watched. I was like, man, just someone tell me that cameras weren't in fucking stores in '97. Mm. Just tell me that. Mm-hmm. Maybe the fucking mall couldn't afford them. I don't know. Just tell me something. And I'll <laughs> I'll buy that. And I'll swallow it. Right. And it'd be fucking awesome. But um, I think there's a lot going on here for sure. It's my fourth Tarantino movie. Um, I, I can confidently say that um, at the at the depending again what day you ask me on Kill Bill or Pulp Fiction fuck I don't know but um, and then Reservoir Dogs is number three and then four so it's not my favorite um, I do love this movie I think it's fantastic um, if it, if this was a marathon I'd probably say yes and pull a Nathan and then <laughs> get it in there and say no. Um, yeah, I don't know if I had, and, that, and this takes, and this takes, this takes a lot for me because, um, I think I'd probably have to say no, but again, if mm-hmm. you made it in, I'd be like, fuck yeah, cool. I'm, ha- mm-hmm. I'm happy with it there, but, um, it's just my number four. Yeah. You know, so. so that was a Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, all right guys, we'll, we'll see if, uh, pan- or council wants to pick this up and take it on, um, if they have enough time and if they want to, then we'll see if it, if it enters. Right now we gotta do Wizard of Oz, and while we're all here, real quick, um, I can't. We can't really share our opinion because uh, our vote goes up, and I don't want anybody to hear it right yet. Right. Um, so, what about you guys? Does Wizard of Oz deserve Pantheon? Let's end with that. The, the movie has been out for eighty years, and it still stands. Yeah. It, it it's not a five; it's a six. Really? Okay. Yes. I, I do. I mean, coming from me, this kind of sounds a little weird, but I give that a five. Okay. I love it. I mean, it, it is. It's a it's a movie for every age. And it has stayed that way for yeah, like I said, eighty exactly. fucking years. Right. This movie, no matter what, you know, all these improvements and actors and actresses and special effects and stories and yada yada, all this bullshit. It is such a pure and simple fantasy that can be enjoyed by everybody. That's one of my strongest points. That's actually what I said in my review right there. Is um, and I'll, I'm not going to give my uh, my vote away, but I did say that. Uh, um, a simple story sometimes is the best. It you is. Know? And right. I, I love the simple story there. Just a, a simple adventure, you know? Right. A simple quest is mm-hmm. actually what I titled it. Uh, it's a very simple quest, and it, I think they knock it out, that part, out of the park. Yeah, see, if Jackie Brown doesn't make it into Pantheon, I'll understand. I get that. Uh-huh. But Wizard of Oz, it, it's what movie making should be. We'll watch and Jackie Brown again in 60 years and say if it's still it's right. Exactly, right. Right. As much as I love Jackie Brown... I guarantee you, it is not going to stay. But see, at this point, I think a a weak genre and something that we'll eventually get together um, on our marathon episodes will be um, heist films. I can't wait to to touch some um, some old uh, French heist films. Fuck, man! When we get to the old French heist films, you know, Le Samurai, um, the uh, I think it's the Golden Circle. uh, the Iron Circle. Anyway, there's some great heist flicks I can't wait to tackle. Um, but I, th- in recent memory, fuck heist films. Um, that subgenre there, there's not a lot. Yeah. And I think uh, it's it's a fun slow heist flick. You know, there's a it's a gritty world that I'm glad exists. Um, and like you said, if Jackie Brown doesn't make it, I'll understand. But if it does make it, I'll be like, cool. Yeah, it's a fucking badass movie. Yeah, you need yeah. to watch. Right. You know. So, um, but you guys go yes for Wizard of Oz. Oh yeah, hell yeah, absolutely, all the way. Not okay. even close. I was just curious. So where can they find you, Kyle? You can find me on Facebook in the group, Kyle Brown. I'm posting in there all the time, trying to keep everyone informed of shit they don't care about. And, <laughs> well, <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> it's interesting to me. Um, I don't know why I did Kermit the Frog there. Um, you can also find me all social media types, Twitter, all that shit, movie script life. And uh, you can pick me up on the street corner every once in a while. I'm a really sexy one and high heels. 
Delphonics. Get the Delphonics. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram. I know. AV. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, not giving you my name either. <laughs> you fucking figure you it out. Rewind this shit. <laughs> you want to find me? You'll fucking find me. Yeah, I'll find on. you. You don't even know where I'm at. Well, we're on Facebook. <laughs> the conversation begins and ends on Facebook. That's where we're the strongest. We're about 1,500 there. Um, we're a measly like 10 <laughs> on Twitter. I don't use. I don't use. That's a big jump. 1500 to like. Yeah, 10. yeah I don't use Twitter. All yeah, I don't use Twitter that much. But if you guys are curious, I do post everything there. Um, I kind of get sloppy with that sometimes, just because you know. 10. Nobody gives a fuck. Yeah, it's like my mom. And my brother. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. But we're at Video Landers on Twitter. Check that out. Okay. Um, Tumblr. I, I like Tumblr. Uh, I think we're maybe 50 or 60 on Tumblr. Not big there again. You know. <laughs> 1500 okay on yeah, Facebook. No, that's yeah, that's legit. pretty good. Yeah, we're legit there. We have our own website, adventuresinvideoland.com. Um, after about a week um, of this being out there, then we'll update that. Um, you can then check out um, all of the categories and our nominations, and then we'll save you from having to listen to a two-hour episode. Um, but um, it's, I think this was a pretty fun episode tonight. Yeah, so I, think right. it's I had a lot of fun. Yeah, I think it's dudes. definitely worth a listen. So, um, But if you don't have the time, we completely understand, and our results will be on the website. Um, we have a lot of things coming to the website. I'm very excited about that. Um, a lot of interviews coming up. Um, this week I'll be talking to... Um, a guy responsible for um, Beyond the Gates. Um, Going to be great conversation right there. So, um, yeah, tune in. Listen to Brad's interview podcast stuff because those those two have been excellent. Yeah, yeah, thank you very yeah, much. Really really good. Yeah, Rob McGregor's very interesting. Um, mm-hmm. He's awesome. And Gary Smart is doing some great things in the U.K., um, so yeah, we got so I got some great stuff. I'm gonna go ahead and spill some of them. Um, exclusive, <laughs> exclusive. So um, don't repeat this out of to anybody. Let's see who just <laughs> listens. Um, I have um, uh, the guys who um, are a part of Cinema Relics. Um, they did a short uh, fan film uh, for Futurama. Um, they're going to be coming on talking to me very soon. Um, I'm getting into some board games too. Um, there's some board yeah. games coming up. The guys who, uh, work for, uh, I believe, uh, their company's called Space Goat. I want to say. Space Goat? I think so. Don't, I mean, I'm Great not, name. I've never, I, don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't even care what they do. I'm I've, buying everything yeah, they make. I don't play a lot of board games. So if I mess that up, I can, compl- I'm completely sorry, but, um, their product looks awesome. They're kickstarting, um, the Evil Dead board game. Huh. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That. yeah that so they're going to come awesome. on and talk. Um, Paul Heaver is the um, world's championship uh, champion when it comes to X-Wing for like the last three years. Cool. Um, he's going to come on and talk. Um, we have, um, man, who else do we have lined up? Uh, first Jason is uh, going to come and talk. Yeah, um, Ari. Um, so that's going to be cool to talk with him. Uh, we have a, oh, man, we have so many lined up that I can't even remember them all. Um, Oh, yeah, um, Cleaning Up the House, which is a Ghostbusters documentary. Mm -hmm. Um, They're going to be coming on. They're from the U.K. Um, Yeah, just tons of tons of exciting stuff. So um, stay tuned. You do a great job of those. Yeah, you do. Thanks, man. Yeah, try to do the homework. So um, until next time, my good people. Peace out. Peace. Peace. Peace.